Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how can you do my stuff? Coming down for you. Damn it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, to everyone. I am one of your hosts, Alice Kennedy, and um, this is episode 296, although I'm sure it's 297. It's not, it's 296. Okay, and here with me tonight is my co-host with the most, uh, the Twilight Princess of all games himself. Mr. Andy Harker. Yes, and let's... <laughs> yeah, I did want more. Uh, yeah, I'm here. Like, okay, so... I'm not ready, I'm not ready. <laughs> <sighs> um, okay, so um, let's just get started with big screen, we screen, this is the part of the show where we talk about all the TV and all the movies we've watched throughout the week. So Andy, what have you been watching? Um, Walking Dead again, dull, boring, that's pretty much all I can say about it. Um, it's maybe better than last season, but nothing interesting has happened so far. Uh, the guy from Black Sails was in it though, um, Charles Bowen. Vane. Charles Vane. Oh, Sandy Cook. Yeah, and I was like, oh, Charles Vane's here. Like, he's going to be, like, a great character. And then he's just, like, some dickhead guy. I'm like, oh, they're really, like... Because he's a really good actor. And uh, he was brilliant in Black Sails. Like, fucking amazing. And, like, he was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And he was pretty decent in it as well. His character was, like, a he was like a Russian guy. So he had, like, this Russian, weird Russian accent the whole time. Um, but he was, like, still pretty decent. Um, and then this is just, like, a generic guy who's just being a dick for no reason it seems and he's only he's been in like the first two episodes here and yeah and I haven't liked his character arc at all he's not he's not interested in me which was disappointing because I'm oh they're going to make this guy like a new character like a new main character and he's, they've just not really done that with him um, apart from that I did watch uh, Good Place did you watch yes, this week's um, Good Place? I did um, it wasn't as funny as last week's episode um, because Adam Scott wasn't uh, I don't know if Adam Scott's his name but you know the guy I mean I just really loved him last week when he was being super fun idea guys mm-hmm. <laughs> that is hilarious this week obviously they were back on earth and they were kind of interfering in their lives and I think it flash forward like six months at one point like six months later yeah it jumped um, like three months and then jumped three months again like so it was a good six month like time jump in the one episode which was weird yeah which made no sense or and it, it didn't help the show I, I, either way like the sooner they get back to the craziness of the good and bad place the better like I did like this yeah yeah I mean I liked it I really liked it overall even the episode I thought it was still really funny um, but yeah I think they need to they, they'll do something with it like because they've I think they kind of said that they're 
gonna leave them alone for a while to do their own thing. So I think it would be interesting to see like uh, Michael and uh, Janet's uh, adventures on off. What if they get stuck them? in Earth? Do you know what I mean? And the rest of them get pulled back to the good or the bad place, and then they have to like live a bit of their life trying to get to the good or bad place. Yeah, I mean that would be, that would be funny. Um, but I mean, at the end of the episode, they kind of like went, "Oh shit!" and things happened, and uh, like, yeah, that's gonna come to a head within, or probably in the next episode. Yeah, um, it was good, and enjoyable, but I do tend to miss the craziness because obviously on Earth it just it has to be Earth, and they don't even have powers or anything. So, like, I think it's budget-friendly episodes. Yeah. So I'm kind of because remember we had like giant killer bees and shrimp flying about and yeah. like all the craziness in the first season and then in season two when they were in like actual the bad place and like you had like the mad like torture chambers and stuff like that and the demon bars and stuff that was cool <laughs> to see um so I, i'm kind of hoping the second half of the season goes about back crazy but I, I still absolutely love the show i'm looking forward to this week's episode as well yeah cool um i don't really think i watched anything else did I? not see venom yet no, I didn't see Venom. No. no. I, I'm not, okay. I, probably, I probably won't see it at the cinema. I'll probably wait and watch it when it comes to the showbox. Nice. That's a good film. But anyway, I love how the audience perceptions turned around, but I generally think all the reviews coming out were, as they said, the crazy Lady Gaga fans, because mm. the Lady Gaga film that came out, which it still didn't beat money-wise. <laughs> but you slap Marvel in a film that's going to beat most things, to be fair. Um... So yeah, um, I apart from the good place, only watched one more thing. Uh, didn't have much TV this week. Uh, watched Doctor Who though, which came out. Um, oh, the new one, which is all with Jodie Whittaker. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I was up to date with Capaldi, um, and I started enjoying Capaldi by the end. Um, I still don't think Capaldi was as good as Matt Smith, um, or uh, David Tennant, um, or Chris Ferguson, but Capaldi was okay by the end. Um, Okay, so the big part in Doctor Who is like after like Chris Freck, apart from Chris Ferguson because he was kind of like the first one back for a while, but like David Tennant and like Matt Smith with these "The Earth is defended" and like the big speech when he's like mm-hmm. "I am the Doctor." Yes. When she gave the sort of "I am the Doctor" speech, I didn't buy it. I was like, mm. and it's not me being sexist. It's just I don't think the actress said it with enough oomph. And a lot of folks say, oh, that's bullshit. She's doing her own take on it. No, no, no. The Doctor needs to be believable as this big threat because they sometimes do the first episode when the Doctor's still trying to figure out what's happened. You know, like, in this one, she's like, oh, I'm a, why are you calling me she? I'm a female. Am I? Really? You know, and it's like, mm. we knew it could happen. It was being, the, the, the groundwork was being laid for it since the Master became a woman, you know, with Missy and stuff like that. And, um, like, I don't... I don't have a problem with it being a woman and I'm going to stick with it and watch it because it might just be a case of, I didn't enjoy Matt Smith at first. I didn't enjoy Peter Capaldi to the last season. Um, Tent and Eccleston I liked all the way through, but like, um, I'll see if she grows on me, but just that one speech, it's a bit like, you're waiting for them to have it now, a bit like, you know, when the new Bond goes Bond, James Bond. Mm. Um, talking of which, do you know who's in the running for it now? Who's above Tom Hiddleston? Was it not the guy from one of the guys from, from Game, Game of Thrones? Thrones? Yeah. Uh, Stark's oldest son, Rob Stark. Yeah. I could see that. I never thought of him. I mean, I he was a part really... in some BBC show where he was a bodyguard or something, and that's kind of. He was really good in that show. I've seen some of that, and that show's actually really good. But I don't know that like he gives me James Bond vibes. He's not like he's not cool enough. 
Neither does Tom Hardy, and he was going to get it until oh, Daniel no, I, Craig said, "Over my dead body." <laughs> yeah, no, Tom Hardy, I don't think, is going off either. But like Daniel Craig, like he got it off of the back of Lair Cake, Lair Cake, because he done that that scene where he had the gun in the shadows, and he was mm-hmm. moving about with a sort of solid face. But like um, all of that, like he he was kind of like secret agent ish in that in that movie. I know oh, it was a secret. And agent the twist, movie, but... the twist was at the end when you realised when he said, "Oh, my name." If you knew that, you're a smarter man than I am. And I was like, oh, he didn't tell us his name for the whole film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to watch that film again soon. I watched That's Snatch again, though. Movie, man. I watched Snatch oh, yeah, this yeah. week as well. Did, uh, did you see that video that I sent to you, the Snatch Wars thing? Oh, I'd seen it years ago. That's yeah, an old one. I haven't, I've not seen that before. <laughs> that was really funny. Quite funny, yeah. That's a fucking so, great no, movie, Snatch, man. Before you'd send it to me, I watched Snatch because uh, we're about to start season two of the TV show. And I just, I just love watching Snatch. Tasha didn't watch it, but like, um, I, I can watch Snatch over and over. Like, it, the, okay. see, honestly, if someday I went around to the house, do you want to watch Snatch? I'm never going to say no. It's a bit like pizza. I always want yeah. to eat pizza, <laughs> and I always, I'm always in the mood to watch Snatch. Like, I could be in a bad mood and watch Snatch. Do you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah uh, so apart from Doctor Who, like Doctor Who, right? Anyway, back to that. <clears throat> so you're waiting for the sort of um, I am the Doctor speech, and she, she gives this like kind of like wacky version of it which is fine because it's her own take but then when she says I'm the doctor it's not said with enough gusto and enough mm. oomph and I, I get that maybe that's not the doctor she's going to be she seems a bit cookie and stuff which is fine She she's got a wee bit of tenant vibes you know that sort of that sort of whirlwind almost that you can I mean, go into Matt Smith was kind of like that as well yeah so she's got a mixture of that and then obviously Peter Capaldi who was kind of playing it more like the older Doctors like very stern and stuff up until the last bit the last season where he went full on Doctor but uh, she is being Doctorish but I just and it's it's not really anything to do with her being a woman it's mm. like I just I don't I don't know I've, I've not bought her as the Doctor yet like yeah. so but then again it's just the first episode yeah, Tenet's first episode yeah. half a Tenet's first episode I don't know if you remember it he was in bed because he was ill from the regeneration and like he wasn't in it was mostly Rose that was in that episode so yeah. you've seen more of the Doctor than this when the new bad guy was this kind of like blue alien that cut his victim's teeth out and stuck them <laughs> to his face like, like it was horrible looking okay. but he did sort of like uh, exo suit on that was kind of cool and he was just hunting folk on earth to try and become like the leader of each mm. race or something but like I don't know. I, I would prefer if Doctor Who didn't do this in the first episode and just continued the fucking story, like, instead of laying groundwork down the way, like, Matt Smith's first episode, I'm sure it was his first episode, still had, like, the cracking time. That was laid from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I like that sort of stuff, but there was nothing like that in this one. It was a standalone. And at the end, they're going to try and find the TARDIS again. And it depends. It's, like, Bradley. They might grow on me. Like, the police officer, she's quite cool. And there's a guy with, like, it's a dyspraxia where he finds it difficult to even ride a bike or something like that. Yeah. Can't remember, but like he's in it. He's all right. Um, Bradley also, I don't like that guy. He's like a granny afternoon TV sort of actor. Do you know what I mean? Um, he's he's just got three companions just now, but I really wish they would just roll with it. Like, not that I miss Clara. Clara was Clara needed to go really, really earlier than she did. Bradley um, Walsh is the guy from the Chase. That's who he is. I like he does my tits in yeah. Grandma Afternoon TV Coronation yeah. Street still actor. Yeah. Um, and I know Doctor Who's kind of tongue in cheek always, but he was in Coronation Street as well. So was he? <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But yeah, we'll see how it goes. Like the second episode's out already. I was going to watch it before the show, but they're, they're like an hour long because it's been like two years since the last Doctor Who. I think because of the backlash and something, they had to like maybe write stronger episodes because you know there's a lot of people that flipped out. I didn't flip out. I didn't care it was a woman. I just care that when the actor or actress can't convince me that there's a Doctor, and I'm like, mm, yeah. I, I don't buy it. Like I'm not saying she's not a good actress, but I just didn't buy it as the Doctor in this one. Like so, we'll wait and see as goes on because obviously you've got to give them a chance to improve like like I said I didn't take to Matt Smith instantly I know you really like him straight away but I absolutely adored Matt Smith I like was more upset as much as Ten is my favourite I was more upset with Matt Smith leaving because the way that he went I don't know if you've seen Matt Smith's final episode yet um, I think I've seen it yeah where he was like the old man he stayed to protect the town and he no. grew old like no, he lived in this oh it was so sad it was like the Trenzalore was the doctor's final resting place and it was like he was meant to be the final one and then he get given new regenerations and that's when he became um, Capaldi, obviously. But like, I was so upset that Matt Smith was going. Uh, Matt Smith in the new... Is it Star Wars? What's he in? He's in something. Is he in Avengers? What's Mark, I know he's in Terminator. Matt Smith's going to be in something soon. Yeah, I'm not sure. Is that a Marvel movie? It might have been, yeah. I can't remember. Karen Gillan must have gotten the job. I think it's so weird that she was like the sidekick and she's got bigger than the doctor himself. But what do you kind of do become typecast? Unless you're somebody like Capaldi that's obviously older. But like Tennant's not really been in anything massive. I know he's in some vampire film. He was good in Jessica Jones, I'll give Jessica him that. Jones, yeah. He's, in, he's yeah. in some new thing that's coming out that was, uh, I forget what it's called, Good Omen, I think it is. It was right. uh, it's a TV show or a movie that was I think it's a movie based off of a book written by Terry Pratchett and uh, oh, nice. Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. Yeah, I love Neil Gaiman, American Gods, and he done Sandman comics. Yep, and uh, he did uh, Lock and Key. I think was the other one he done, and that's and amazing. Stardust. I haven't read that one. Both read. Yeah, yeah, Stardust is a good book by Neil Gaiman. Tasha loves the movie. I don't like the movies much, but uh, I like the I like the book. So, like another world over like um like there's a portal and and this other world's kind of terry pratchett-ish mm. stuff going on so i really enjoyed it um but yeah that's that's cool i like david tennant as that i think he's really good but yeah anyway that's about all i watched this week so um i wanted to introduce a new segment i know you guys are like where's level up where's level it's still coming it's not going anywhere but uh, the past couple of weeks I've ran polls and they've been doing quite specially um, and we're going to kind of use it as a discussion topic. So we're going to call this poll position after, you know, like the video game Randy, that's how it, like, and I call it poll position because like it's a poll, even though it's spelled differently in poll position was the video game Andy. So that's, that's, that's the it. idea. I get that's it. That's the idea. <laughs> that's the idea. So yes, uh, the, <clears throat> last week's polls was obviously what game should I buy? This week's poll was, which is the best battle royale game and we gave four options black ops 4 with the blackout mode um Fortnite battle royale mode obviously h1z and PUBG. right now <clears throat> the, the 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 winner surprised me hmm. um the amount of people that voted on it surprised me um like but so how, how many people how many people voted in this week's poll over a hundred, man. Nice. And how, over how many 100. was it? How many was it for last week? Like, like sixteen, twenty odd. Yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah, that was uh, 
That's a good poll. I'm quite quite yeah. pleased with the results for that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, in last place, Sandy with nine of the vote was PUBG, which I'm kind of surprised at. Um, yeah, especially because I voted for it twice. <laughs> I knew you would vote for it twice. I, I told you, like, it was obvious, like, you're like, I'm not turning to Tuesday. I'm like, I know what one you voted for because you've not given enough time to Call of Duty. You don't like Fortnite, and I don't remember you going on about H1Z1. So, um, yeah, so PUBG came last, 9%. 9%. Fortnite came third, second last, 13%. Second place went to Black Ops 4, which is fair, considering it's only been out two days, but yeah, surprisingly... This this one really surprised me. Like forty three percent of the votes H one Z one. However, I do need to point out that I did hashtag all of these games, right? Because then I thought that would get folks' attention. Yeah, yeah. And one of the first people to retweet it was an H one Z one fan site. Mm. And after that happened, I seen a load of people starting to like this, like this, like this, and retweets. And I'm like, huh, okay. But H one Z one's apparently like our fans' favorite mode. Do you know, yeah, like a lot of people I'm... are saying it, it was the first one and they enjoyed it, but I've, I've never played this game. Should I play this game, Andy? I think the thing is, like, uh, with H1Z1, there's, like, a really engaged community on it, on, like, Twitter and stuff like that, and the people that are into it are really, really into it. Whereas, like, with Fortnite, like, it's a lot of kids and, like, people will play it casually here and there. Like, or people play it, like, people do play it, like, quite vigorously a lot, but um, mm. I would say that a lot of the time it is, like, kind of, more casual players that are playing it because it is free and stuff like that. Like in H one Z one, I'm sure is free as well, and obviously it's on it's on PS four, whereas like PUBG isn't, and H one Z one has technically more of an install base on the console because of that, because mm. um, it, it's free as well. Like H one Z one's free to download. Um, well, PS fours like there's more PS fours than any other yeah. console out there. Yes, yeah, so, I mean you've got eighty million PS fours, and it's a free game, mm. and PUBG is. Uh, paid game and okay it's and h1z one's on steam as well um but PUBG is like as a paid game and it's on like pc and, xbox, and, xbox PC so, and mobile um, I, I would say there's probably more people playing uh or more people engaged right now with h1z one because it also came out <clears> like more recently on the ps4 yeah, than um, well, what PUBG did on xbox college has not been out for a week do you know what i mean like so can't hmm. can't really judge that yet. Like I'm quite sure if I asked this question like a year down the line, it would be very different. Yeah, I think you're getting but, totally different answers. But I, I, I do want to say with H1Z1, yeah. like where you were saying, because I have played it and it's it's actually not bad. It kind of straddles the line between like PUBG and Fortnite, whereas like Fortnite's dead cartoony and whatnot. And yeah, it's kind of like, I, I don't wacky. like it because it's it's too wacky and too cartoony. Third and person is no, like it's that. not. It's not a third person. Yeah, Fortnite's third person, yeah. Is it? And I think H1Z1, I could be wrong here. Like The people that are that like this tweet can tell me wrong, but I, I'm sure it's got either or, same as PUBG does. Um, but I would say Fortnite's got, uh, sorry, uh, H1Z1's got a bit more polish in some ways than like what uh, PUBG does. Um, but I, I don't know, that could just be from when I played it, like, and from when I played PUBG. So I've got a few, co- I've got a few questions, obviously. Like, mm-hmm. H1Z1, I reckon I need to try this game. Like, yeah. I need to download it this week and play it for next week. Okay. Are you going to play it with me on PlayStation? Uh, sure. I'll jump in, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a bash with you. Even if it's a night we're going to play Corby Fraser, we'll just, we can, if he's got, I'll tell him to download it and say, I just want a round, of, at least one round by next week. I want to get one of them in and then we can finish the night playing Call of Duty, right? Um, so, are you surprised that Fortnite wasn't 
higher mm-hmm. um, is Fortnite falling from I know there's there's a part of the news story that we'll get to that we won't talk about just now but like Fortnite to me was going to be the next Minecraft but is the likes of Call of Duty this month like um, end of the month next month then we've got um, Battlefront Battlefield sorry I keep calling it Battlefront are they going to like have a big dent like I know that's kind of maybe an obvious answer but like for Fortnite because it's free it's kind of kid based like you can do the building and stuff in it like is Fortnite just going to disappear like by the end of the year are we going to see Fortnite 2 or is Fortnite's days are numbered now that we've got the two big guns if you will yeah, I, I definitely don't think Fortnite's days are numbered. I think what we're seeing specifically with like this type of poll is that, and especially with Twitter, um, is that engaged people like in gaming and stuff like that, which is the, most of the people that follow us or kind of exist in our, in our circles, um, those people are probably not that into Fortnite, whereas like the people that are really, really into Fortnite are like either the streamers in their audiences or mm. they are or like younger kids who don't use Twitter. Like, because Twitter seems to be like uh, eighteen plus and up. Like, you don't see like young kids. Young kids are all Facebook, aren't they? Yeah, they they have Facebooks, but they don't have Twitters. Twitter's more kind of yeah. like the wild west for like that sort of stuff, and it's all like a lot of it's like anonymous because like so many people like you go on you go on Facebook for example, and like mm. everyone's got like their real picture, and it's them for the most part, apart from Tiger Claw. And uh, on on Twitter, everyone's going by like an alias or a pseudonym, and like most people's like pic- not most people, but like a lot of people's pictures are just like whatever random character that they happen to like at that point in time. This is very true, and I've never looked at it that way because on Facebook, obviously, I wouldn't put my name as Ali Kenobi. I'd tried, but it wouldn't let me use Kenobi as a second <laughs> name. But like, um, like I've got Ali Kenobi on my Twitter. It's a handle still. It's like from the days, like I'm sure. We discussed this before, and I think Chip and the guys discussed it about the days when, or was it Fred? I think Fred discussed it. The days when you used to identify yourself in all games by your Twitter handle. Like we were always yeah. uh, Alme- AKA the and you were Damien Murphy 273. That and Twitter's still kind of like holding on to that. Whereas, like, I've got my full name as my name, but my Twitter handle's not Alison Kennedy, it's Ali Kenobi. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, okay, my Twitter profile isn't my picture, but my Twitter profile is very special. But it's not like a random character. It's the first picture of my daughter's heartbeat registered. Nice. So, like, that to me is different, but I would never use that in Facebook as a picture. Mm. I would probably have a photo. So they're very different yeah, yeah. social networks. Like, Definitely. Um, I don't know. A lot of folks just hate Twitter. See, when a lot of folks say, because that's always the question. I mean, no, I don't use Facebook. I haven't used it in years, and all my accounts are now perma deleted. They're like, um, Oh, uh, I think there's maybe one still kicking about that's not active that I haven't got anything on, but um, I think, I can't remember what I used that for. It was when I was transferring my Samsung stuff to download it or something, and I just created one, but it's never been used. But, like, with Twitter, I've used it for, like, over six, seven, I don't know how long, eight years maybe. I don't know. I've had it for a while. I've had it from the Almeister right through to Ali Kenobi. It was even getting about Gamer for a while, but, like... um, I settled in Ali Kenobi because it's kind of not too kiddy and like everybody understands it. Whereas Dalmeister that I made up when I was like twenty was obviously off the stiff Meister from American Pie, and <laughs> uh, it's like I can't wait for my PlayStation name change. Oh, spoilers for the news! But um, <laughs> Ali Kenobi's cool, and like I, I like Twitter for that. And a lot of people when I'm saying to them, "Do you not use Twitter?" They're like, eh, "No, I've never, I've got one, but I don't use it." But it's weird. It's more for like communities. I feel like. I'm kind of wrapped up in the sort of nostalgia 90s, 80s community with like toys and games and obviously the gaming community. But obviously I like Twitter for the way it delivers its news. And I feel like a lot of 
sports personalities, like gaming personalities, like even celebrities, like they tweet their own stuff. Like whereas Facebook, yep. it seems more like adverts. Like see if you say like, uh, I don't know, like it's I don't know a celebrity's name. I think of like Daniel Craig. I don't don't know if he uses social media, but I'll use his name right. On Facebook, you'd have his PR. Don't don't get me wrong. His PR team might might have ran his Twitter again. Daniel Craig. Yeah. I don't know if he's got these things, but on Facebook, what you would see coming up is tune into Daniel's new movie, blah blah. But on yeah. Twitter, it will be like him having banter with somebody. Do you know what I mean? It's almost as if the and it might well be a PR agent hidden behind it. Like Kevin Smith uses his Twitter. Yeah. I know he probably uses Facebook as well, but a lot more of the time it's like, say, come to the comic book store on Facebook, whereas on Twitter it'll be like, LOL at Jason Mewes, and he'll be like talking to him backwards and forwards, and the cool thing is you can see that engagement and stuff. Kevin Smith's probably a bad example, to be fair. He, he is, because he, he uses both, Facebook yeah. But um, you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, say Michael yeah. Jordan or a sports personality, uh, then like David Beckham, right? On Twitter he'll maybe slag off like he's son or something, but on like Facebook it'll be like, David Beckham, you have to shave lunch. And it's like, yeah. it's not personal. Whereas on Twitter, I feel a lot more people aren't afraid to like just use it as they would. You know, like you'll hear, you'll see guys battering fo- backwards and forwards, like actors talking to each other and stuff, and like yeah. directors talking to actors, like the guy that directed Dave, what's his name, Stephen Knight or something like that, that directed Daredevil, talking to the actors and like James Gunn interacting with people. Whereas a lot of the time on their Facebook, it will just be a case of check out this movie or Blu-ray available now yeah. or come to my concert. You know, and I'm not saying that doesn't go on in Twitter. But what I'm meaning is you don't see a lot of the engagements because Facebook's got its messenger. So a lot of the engagements aren't done for the public to view. Do you know what I mean? Yep. What I like so, the most actually about Twitter is um, that the people that I follow are people that I find interesting. And it might maybe yeah. somebody who I've never spoken to or... Uh, <coughs> like, not even, not even outside of celebrities, but, like, it might be somebody I've never spoken to or anything like that, but they've just they've said something funny and somebody that on my feed has like liked it or retweeted yeah. it or that and I've been like oh that's really funny and then I'll go and look at their Twitter feed and see like have a look and see what if else they're they're content, what you like. and I'm like yeah. I'm like, oh I quite like like what they're saying here I'll follow them and, and see their updates yeah. when they post them yeah I get a lot of it like I'm part of the Power Rangers still community like you know like that's why all this stand there's, there's different Twitters there's like stand Twitter and that's like yeah mm. uh, stalker fans still obsessive fans sort of thing <laughs> and there's like video game Twitter but my Twitter feed would be very varied from, like, say, my wife's Twitter feed. And I know it would be the same for Facebook, but in general, because you're friends with the same sort of people, like, don't get me wrong, I follow the same people as Andy, but I might have engagements with other people that I follow that Andy's not seen. But like Andy said, if I like something, like I found a guy that he doesn't have, like, a verified Twitter profile, but he's clearly the guy that, like, say, made a game I love, I'll follow him, you know? Because yep, sometimes yeah. these indie developers aren't verified, and it's like, this is fucking interesting, and, like you'll see all the blowouts and you'll see all the behind the scenes stuff like Cliffy B is really good for that like sharing well it was when he had a company but like sharing the the behind the scenes stuff and like mm-hmm. I liked his open game development thing even though his game didn't take off like it's not the point I like all that stuff it feels more open Twitter even though it is more reserved and a lot of people are still hidden behind handles do you know what I mean? Yeah there's quite a few like like uh, developers that I follow that are like they they work at like whatever studio and or they're indie developers like Fireproof Games for example yeah like Fireproof Games but like even even beyond that there's a few like of the individual guys that I'll follow and sometimes those guys will post like a work in progress like screenshot or something like that and I always find that really interesting to see like to see things like you don't see like the game press isn't reporting on it like it's just something that exists within Twitter because like it's not something that will get clicks on GameSpot or IGN or that, so they don't they see it. Some of, they probably see it, but they don't like they don't call it out or comment or that. So I would never see that if I didn't follow them. 
if you ever got the chance to see you won't unless you're hosting this show or Ross that um like the news where we post news stories to that we want to cover like some of them are just twitter screenshots because it's yep. from like a developer that's like they, they've made an announcement and their game studio hasn't it's like hmm. so, so say like um dave from fireproof post something hmm. the fireproof games sure that's a bad example they usually do because like but like if they didn't dave sometimes get more insight and stuff like that and plus you can engage the studio itself sometimes run by a PR guy who's not really going to answer you back. But like Dave will answer me. We've met them, so that's a bad example. But what I mean is, in general, if you didn't know him, he's more inclined to answer you back off his personal Twitter than the Fireproof is to give you. They've got generic answers sometimes. I'm not being sorry, Fireproof Games. I love you guys, and you don't give generic answers. But I'm using <laughs> you as an example of like a studio. The PR guy is going to give out like the scripted answers, you know, like the press answers. Yeah. Whereas like Dave might end up DMing me, which he's done in the past, and telling me more stuff. Do you know what I mean? Which is mm. it's it's cool that way. But obviously, we met those guys, and that's a terrible example. And yeah. can't wait for the room to come to switch. But like, um, it's I love Twitter. But anyway, back to the poll. So it seems to me that <laughs> battle royale games obviously are a big popular thing. We discussed uh, while we were playing one this week that um, when do you think? these are going to peter out. Like, I reckon definitely next year we're going to see the next Call of Duty. The rumour is Modern Warfare 4, and it's a smart move, right? Mm. Like, Modern Warfare 4 will sell, like, hotcakes. And it's the only logical conclusion to follow up with Black Ops is to do another Modern Warfare, right? Because Captain Price didn't die at the end of 3. Mm. So, Modern Warfare 4, it's going to have Battle Royale, but they're not going to release Modern Warfare without a campaign. Like, regardless of Black Ops... Well, we'll get into what Black Ops done, because... They, they didn't release a traditional campaign, but they've... Anyway, I'll talk about it later. Right, yeah. so basically, Battle Royale modes, I think they've got another year, but that I think that they're just going to hit their stride next year. And I know you've got more into that because you, you were talking about different things they could do with the mode, but like you can talk about that in a minute. But like I think next year is going to be the big year. Like, and that's going to be every fucking shooter from, like, say, Homefront comes out. It's going to be Homefront Battle Royale, Homefront uh, fucking shitty whatever shooter. It's going to be Battle Royale. Every, that's their new team deathmatch. This is the new deathmatch mode, right? Um, which I'm just using that as an example because that's the common go-to, right? So Doom, I don't think it will be Battle Royale, but it wouldn't surprise me if something like that came out. The year after, I don't know what they're going to do, but I, th- I think, like... 2020, we're still going to get them. So I, I reckon 2021 is my answer of when they're starting going to, the, the bubble's going to burst. But even at that, by 2021, I reckon there's going to be Fortnite 2 or even 3. We might even get a sequel to PUBG and it might reignite the flame. Like, how do you see this sort of trend? Like, because it is the biggest thing in gaming just now. Don't care what anyone yeah. says. Like, it's bigger than MMOs as far as I'm concerned. Like, take away their subscribers. This is the common denominator that the, the man on the street will play. What, what's your view on them? Where do you think it's going to go? And do you think it's going to peter out if it is? Or do you think it's here to stay? Uh, yeah, I don't think it's petering out at all, ever. Like, I think it's here and this is one of the new, like, game modes. Um, I don't know that we'll see that many, like, just Battle Royale games going forward. So, But I could definitely see it just being a mode in, like, all of those type of games, yeah, going forward. So, like, games that would have traditionally had the multiplayer component be... Multiplayer campaign, blah, blah, blah. It'd be well, multiplayer campaign or like uh, hold mode or like just team deathmatch type stuff. <laughs> Do you think Gears of... is going to get one? Uh, 
Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know that Gears and Sarah would work the same. Because Halo's going to get one. You know that. Halo, I would say, would be fine, and that and that will work no problem. But like, I don't. I can't. Gears doesn't feel right as like a fit for me. Like, the, I've not played a huge amount of the Gears multiplayer, but like, I've always felt that it's had those two kind of components of the horde mode, horde mode. which which people really like and like. And, and people tried to copy that, that, but it didn't take yeah. off the way I thought it would. Like, horde mode didn't take off. Like and it kind of petered out after after Gears Two basically like Gears Three Horde mode community was shocking. Yeah, but there's other games that have taken that on and run with it and done really well out of it. Like yeah. it's, it's either just that that's the game or as like a a component of the game like in, in Black Ops like because that yeah. Zombies mode is a Horde mode so yeah um, um and but so I reckon it's just going to be like one of the staples like that's going to be one of the modes um, and I, and I like it because the variety the variety just adds. Like variety is the spice of life, as they say, and like if you look at like Battlefield, Battlefield's always had like capture the flag kind type thing as its main thing. Like, I think they call it co- conquest, but it's essentially capture the flag, go and capture a point, which is essentially a flag. Um, well, I suppose it's maybe not a flag. Dep- it depends because some of the old capture the flags were just like you had to get a flag and run about with a flag. Um, but yeah, point point capture or whatever you want to call it, like that's a, like a big staple in like games. Like Destiny's had it, like Battlefield's had it. I'm sure Call of Duty's probably had it in the past. Um, still has it. And, yeah, so it still has it. So it's just another mode that will be added on. Okay, it's like a bit. It's a bit of a bigger mode, but I think it's just going to be something that's a mode that's added into like all of these type of games going forward. However, with Call of Duty, I don't know that next year's one's going to get one. Um, for for me, I think that they should stick with this one for a bit as the battle royale. Because if they add, if they put out another game next year, like say it's Modern it's Warfare, yeah, four, yeah. then I I don't know like what they could necessarily add to this mode that would be uh, that would make it fit in more with like Modern Warfare, unless it just gives you access. Unless what actually, do you know what they should do that would be really fucking smart? They just give you the same battle royale mode in, in the game and just give you access to it. So, like, this is the Battle Royale mode, but they yeah. add in, like, Modern Warfare Specialists. Yeah, the Modern Warfare Specialists and uh, and maps, and, like, an extra map or two, like, say, because this, this, this will obviously get updated with, uh, yeah. like, the, like uh, Black Ops 1 will obviously get updated with another map at some point. It's a lot of, it's a lot of work to do a map for one of these games because they have to make it, they have to test it huge. so much and it's fucking huge. So, like, you can understand why there's only, like, one map at launch. Same as, like, PUBG only had one map at launch. And the maps are so vast and varied and diverse and whatnot that you almost don't notice that it's one map because yeah. it's so big. <laughs> and a lot of time in a match you'll only see, like, part of it. And that goes for pretty much any of the battle royale games because the maps are huge so like i mean this this could have i would say it might end up with three maps by the time by the time the new call of duty game comes out and if they add another one at launch for the modern warfare component of it and then add another two to that then you're just building up the base of and and keeping all those players connected i think is is the smart way to go because you will get people that will play black ops but they won't they, they won't play like the modern warfare and you'll get the 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 inverse as well, so you'll get people that will play Modern Warfare, but they won't play Black Ops. So you're getting both those audiences come together, and you're going to end up with the biggest Battle Royale game. And um, if you keep, if you continue just adding to the Battle Royale mode, which they, it's not, it's not going to happen. Though. That's what they should do. Should do, but it's not <laughs> going to happen Maybe. because it's, remember, Treyarch are Black Ops. Uh, but is it Infinity Ward? They do the Warfare games and Ghosts. They, they've done Modern Warfare 1 to 3. Ghosts, they've done Infinite Warfare, which wasn't well received. And then what's the other studio? Uh, Sledgehammer games. 
<clears throat> Sledgehammer done World War Two last year. That that was their last one, and before that they'd done Advanced Warfare. Yeah, both both week week. Uh, although to be fair, Advanced Warfare's multiplayer I really liked. I just didn't like the campaign. I loved the campaign. I wrote a review for all games on it. Yeah. Infinite Warfare's campaign I really liked and I couldn't loved play the it. multiplayer because it didn't work. <laughs> I absolutely loved Infinite Warfare's campaign. But anyway, mm-hmm. um so yeah, that's that's interesting. Like um but I just think every week, like I'm gonna put a poll up this week again, regardless of how many people vote on it, um it's gonna be a poll position. We're gonna discuss it next week. And if it works, it works. If it's not, we'll take it out. But anyway, thanks everyone that's participated in this week's do- poll and stay posted for next week. Do you wanna like announce what the poll is on the show? Do you know what it is or No. I'm not going to announce it in the show. You're going to have to follow us at 42 level 1. 42 level 1. Okay, cool. So yeah, get us into it. Um, yeah, I don't have an announcement for the poll yet. Uh, I do have an idea of what I want it to be. Or do you I've got an idea as well, so cool. I'll, we'll discuss we'll, it. We'll talk about it off here. Awesome. Right, so anyway, that was poll position, first ever. Let's move on to level up. This is about the show where we talk about all the video games that we've played this week, but most importantly, the video game news. So, Andy, what's been happening in the video game news? Yeah, so there's been a fucking load of stuff. I'm going to try and rattle through like the top no, stories that are not in. No, 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 but, but we've played, like, I've played a couple of things and, like, definitely the one game's going to take up a bit of time, so. Um, oh, the amount of hours I've logged <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of the stories here that are, like, okay, yeah, interesting, but not, they will not warrant very deep discussion. So, uh, first of all, Microsoft is apparently on the cusp of buying Obsidian Entertainment, which are the guys that made Fallout New Vegas and had originally made South Park uh, the Stick of Truth. And Oblivion, was it not? Um, I don't know. I don't think they made Oblivion. No, that was Bethesda, like main studio that made Oblivion. Was it? I think it's just because it's Obsidian, and like Obsidian was kind of uh, not the studio, but like Obsidian the element and Elder Scrolls was involved in the story <laughs> for 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 Oblivion, um, and it kind of rhymes as well. But yeah, I don't think they were involved in that. Um, they might have no, because it was Zenimax that did the only one. No, they're not involved with that at all. Um. But yeah, so they're apparently going to be buying them. Um, though there's definitely some good people out there. So, uh, yeah, they need to. Like, they absolutely have to go because they okay. They've made a couple of studios, and um, like the Coalition, the to do Gears of War. And what, what was the other one that they they made? I don't can't remember if they announced the name of it. I'm sure they did. E uh, three uh, this year they did announce it. But I forget what it's called. Um, but yeah, they they need a staple of first party studios because they've obviously looked at Sony and went gamers want like these high quality like not necessarily just single player games but like high quality like uh story driven games and we don't have that right now and um, gears is not really a story driven game same with halo like there is there is but people aren't people people aren't like talking about how and i'm sure fraser would argue this well well yeah but they're not they're hardly like the story quality like from like god of war and like Spider-Man and like Last of Us and Uncharted and stuff like that. Like, boy, it's, it's a different level. Boy, they don't have any boy <laughs> at Xbox. So this is real smart moves. And but I don't think any of this is all going to pay off until the next generation comes out because like these studios have either just been purchased or like they're just being created within the last. Hopefully year. they don't do what they've done with Rare to these guys. No, I mean that's a like it's a very different Microsoft. You remember from like from what it was back then and even Rare like with Sea of Thieves like they've kind of come back around and um, okay it's a lot of different people from the old Rare guys it's but, not really Rare 
<laughs> it's name. Exactly. So, but hopefully they can retain the talent that that is at these studios and get them working on good things. And uh, I think it's it's great for Microsoft to have to have this. And uh, I can't wait to see what what they push out for the the next gen. Because I don't think they're doing much else for the, like this gen. Like no, I'd love this in Overdrive too. Yeah, maybe, but Spider Man. That's your. They're tied up with that now. Yeah, that's it. Spider-Man's has killed Sunset Overdrive too, essentially. And also, Spider-Man's a much better game than Sunset Overdrive was ever was. For for uh, well, I'll I'll, I'll I'll defend Sunset and say see because Spider-Man already had the Spider-Man name, had the license for a game that was a new IP. I think it was fucking phenomenal. It was really good, yeah. But um, there would be no Spider-Man the, without it. Well, definitely, totally agree. Um, like that's where they got. But not necessarily the idea for Spider-Man, but mechanics. that's where they've got the mechanics and like the the engine, and that's clearly the same sort of engine tweaked a bit. Um, I just and, you. But like the fast moving about and like zipping about and stuff like that, it's it's all from it's all from Sunset Overdrive, and it's a good game if you've not played it. Like I don't think it's on Game Pass, but you can get it for like a five or nowadays, and it's it's well worth that. Um. So, uh, what's this guy? Oh, uh, Sweary65, who's like a legendary director. It's the guy who made uh, Deadly Premonition and a D4. He is doing a game for the Switch, and it's called The Missing. And it came out on October the 11th after being announced, like, on the 9th of October. (laughs) Excuse me. Okay. Uh, I have not picked it up or played it yet or seen anything about it. Um, No. But you can imagine what, like, based on those games, like, what type of game it will be. Kind of a weird quasi... Sort of 51-ish. Game. Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. But yeah, he's a weird uh, weird guy. <laughs> if you like weird kind of games, try that. Um, Nintendo also surprised uh, Switch Online subscribers with a stealth release of a souped-up version of The Legend of Zelda. It's, it's not. Kind of, it's kind of a cheat version. To be it honest. is. <laughs> it's like a, a version where cheat code enabled, where you get, like... The, the, I think it's the sword and the shield straight away. And, and the maps like, unlocked. Yeah, and the maps unlocked. So, yeah, I I, I mean, I dabbled very briefly. For Bethany, if she was interested, that would be cool for her to start Zelda with the old ones if she wanted to play retro. Yeah, I could see not, that benefiting, but for like me and you, I ain't playing that version. I showed I showed it to her like when the Switch Online service first launched. I'm like, well, look, this is the old Zelda. She's very like, first one. I don't like this, Daddy. <laughs> That's fair. Like somebody, I mean, some kid might be interested in it. You know what I mean? That that would be the version for them. That's all the only player that I can see that benefit. Yeah, totally. Or if you, or if you just want to run back through it again for old time's sake, that sort of thing, and breeze through it with with ease, then okay, fair enough. But yeah, I don't, I don't need this. I won't play it like at all because <laughs> um, I won't play the original version either. I like it. the original Zelda is not. Like, I don't have any nostalgia for it, and like I've played it a bit and didn't enjoy it because it wasn't as good as Golden Axe Warrior. So, which is Golden Axe Warrior is a far superior game. That's far superior. not true. It fucking is. All the things from Golden Axe Warrior are better. The graphics, the gameplay, the music—it's all better than Zelda One on the NES. It's it's that's not a true statement, but it's your opinion. Yeah, yeah, it's totally totally my opinion, but like. Uh, I would like if I had to rate them, like Golden Axe is like a nine, and that Zelda is about a two. Like, for me. like Link Link to the Past, totally different story. That's a fucking amazing game, one of the best games ever made. So like they they 
they changed a lot from like the NES into the SNES. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. Once and brings... like Zelda Two is the best left unspoken. Platform. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, once they bring SNES games into this, and like uh, once Link to the Past is in there, because I presume they'll go down that route eventually, then yeah. I will one hundred percent play that game on on the Switch because I bought it on the Wii U. Because um, I had points left over, like on the Wii Virtual Console or Wii U Virtual Console, or however it worked, um, and I used points to get the to get uh, Link to the Past, and I played it on the tablet, and it was fucking cool. And being able to play that like properly on the go, that would be amazing. Yeah. So I will play. I will play that. Uh, okay, kind of one of the big news stories of the week was that PlayStation uh, announced that PSN online ID changes are happening. And they announced the first details of it. So the be- the program's in beta right now. Um, some users are already in and able to change their name and stuff like that. And uh, you would you're basically selected if you'd already done a firmware beta before. Um, I've done a firmware beta before, but like I didn't get invited, and I don't think that I would change my name at the moment because. But that's mostly to do with uh, the caveats that they gave for it. So like the. The first change you do is free, which is, that's cool. Yeah, and Microsoft does that as well. Um, and then after that, if you change your name, it's going to cost you uh, £7.99. Which is same as Microsoft. Yeah, or if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber, £3.99, which is fine. Like, I don't have any problem with that. Because there's obviously some admin stuff in the back end that I don't know that necessarily a person would have to do it. But um, obviously there's some things like program fixing it but in the back end that they've had to develop and that's costing money so that's I'm totally fine. so glad because i've been stuck with my usernames 2007 was it the the ps3 came out mm-hmm. so that's like yeah, 11 then, years <laughs> so I, I might have been tempted to do it right because like my my username and i, I don't i don't mind giving this out because it's in every show um my username is damien142273 and like i've spoken about it on the show before but it's uh, like the reason for me having that is that it was a Warhammer 40k Inquisitor character that I thought was cool and had an interesting name, and I just put a three on the end of it. <laughs> and I mean, it's not a particularly great name; it doesn't really represent anything about me. But it does have a 42 in it, and I made this username like years ago, years before 42 was ever a thing. So years before even I knew Ali. <laughs> And there is a forty-two yeah. in it, so I'm okay with that. So I could I can call it like Damien one forty-two seventy-three, like and say it like that if I want. Um, so I'm kind of okay with it, but I might have I might have thought about changing it to like Andy forty-two or something like that. Um, if that would be available, but um, but I'm not going to because of the caveats that they attach to this. So they did have like a bunch of like asterisks essentially that are like, please be aware that if you do change your name, it might fuck up some things. <laughs> And uh, one of the things is like being able to play like and being able to uh, like play your kind of older games. So like every game from April this year on PS4 is a hundred percent supported, right? So that's not very that's not very long ago. That's from that's what six months ago. Bear in mind things like God of War that came out in March. Spider Man, you know, like well no Spider Man came out more recently, but like God of War came out before this date. Um, so they have said that like every game from April completely supported will work absolutely fine no problem um, games from before that they've said that the most popular games were, that came out before that on PS4 will be patched and work or they'll be uh, they, will, they will work patched? it's because of the way see the way that Sony originally and it's a fuck up on Sony's part from the PS3 days right 
because when Sony originally created the PlayStation Network, they had see when you set your username up for the PSN, that was the string of characters that was tied to you. So you were like Ali Kenobi, and I was Damien One Four Two Seven Three. And in every in every game, when it had to reference me, it was putting in the line of code Damien One Four Two Seven Three. And whenever it had to reference you, it was putting in the line of code Ali Kenobi. But like say the way Xbox does it is that a random like string of characters is generated that represents your username. So like when they see it in the back end of the coding, like if you were to go and look at the code, it would just be this random string of characters, and the name is just the display of that. So like you can change your name, and it doesn't change your string of characters in the back end. So that's yeah. why you've always been able to change your name, no bother in Microsoft. But like Sony, Sony never never thought about it. They just had the name as the code. So that's why it's taken them such a long time to. To like get this to a stage where they're able to go, okay, we're now ready to test it, and then once they've tested it and made sure that things work okay for like current games and games that people play, then they'll roll it out to the rest. But they have said that, yeah, they have said. I mean, there's no way for them to go back in time and fix it, unfortunately. And so they're just kind of they're 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 fixing it as best they can. They're putting like a a square peg in a round hole, essentially, and some of the stuff's gonna unfortunately fall off the side. And but the problem for me that I see is that I think this is going to have a big effect on trophies if people if people that are really into trophies go and like try to change their name. You have to start again. I, I, you won't need to start again because like all the stuff will carry will carry over with you and you have all your stuff there. But like the issue with issue for me is that I will sometimes go back and I won't play PS3 games particularly except on like PS Now. Like I might boot up the odd one, but I mean, uh, but the Vita. Vita is like totally not supported by this, and I will go back and play like the odd Vita game. So, what I'd be concerned about is like a Vita game not launching, like because it's tied to my name rather than my strength, like strength characters. You mean the digital purchases? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if I if I booted up like a game that I bought in two thousand and fourteen on the Vita, and I go, oh, I, that's like actually got an easy platinum. I've got some time here. I'll boot this up. I'll fire through it. Well, if I, I go like to try, and, this. yeah. If I went to try and download it, it might just error on me. Like, just give me a fatal error and not work. Like, it would probably let me download it still, but, like, then when I tried to actually boot it, it will, It would probably... I, well, I'm not with every game, but, like, for some games it might go, oh, you don't own this game, it won't work. Which uh, which would be a, an issue for me, because, like, I really like <laughs> collecting trophies and whatnot. And my other thing would be, like, if I did... Uh, if it did happen to just delete any of my trophies, then I would be fucking raging. Like, so you're, if you're saying some of my trophy. digital games when I change my name, some of my digital games might not. I don't know. Like that's the thing. Like the you should read their their Sony's article about it because it's kind of unclear because as to what it will affect. But they have said that it might affect some games in some ways and some games in other ways. Where like leaderboards might display incorrectly, like um that sort of thing. But that was that's what I would be worried about. Like the game just not booting. I don't care about leaderboards particularly. Um. But the other thing would be like my old save files, like because occasionally it will happen where like I will, and I've done this before. Like there's a game that I've played years ago on PS3, and I've got maybe like one or two trophies left to get to finish it off, and and I'll see that like in my trophy list now, on like or going on like PSN profiles, and I'll go, oh, let's uh, I could go back and like knock out those two trophies now that this game's popped up on PlayStation now, boot the game up, and then it doesn't let me pull my save from uh, PlayStation Plus because it doesn't find it anymore, like that sort of thing, or it's incompatible with it, that, that type of thing. And then I would have to play through the game again or do whatever to get these last couple of trophies, which would be really annoying. Because I actually did that with the Lego, the Lego movie. 
on PS3 because I'd got to the point where I had two trophies left to get on the PS3 version and never went back to it and it was on PlayStation now and I booted it up and got the last two trophies and got the platinum for it so uh, so that's like an actual use case that I've done and I think that doing that sort of thing would crop up issues if I changed my name so I'm not going to change the name purely because of the trophies and the vast digital library that I do have the other thing that would worry me is that say I do this now change my name to whatever and PS5 then comes out says oh all your digital purchases for every PlayStation console now completely backwards compatible all your PS3 games etc etc and then when I go to try and boot up the game on the PS uh, on the PS5 and it says oh you don't actually own this game because I bought it under my old account name that, that, that would be a sorrow if that happened so yeah. I don't know I might just leave it though because I think now I've swung back to Xbox I don't know if I'll be a PS5 day one because I'd imagine Xbox whatever it's Scarlet or whatever will be about the same time and I'll mm. go for Xbox over Playstation at this point I think the the way that like uh, and it's kind of a whole other conversation with the next gen but like the way that next gen looks like it's going um, Xbox is going to have multiple SKUs um, and from what I'm hearing and from what I can roughly work out, I would reckon they're going to go with like one streaming box and one high-powered console, like Xbox One X successor, and the streaming box will be cheap. So like streaming box will be like 100 quid with a controller. Like, I'll buy that day one. Um, I don't need the super-powered Xbox. Like, there's... I don't play the Xbox enough. Maybe I will in the future, um, but it would always be something that I could look into, but PS5 I'll be day one on. The only way I'm going to be day one for the the Xbox 2, we'll call it, because I don't like Xbox Scarlet. The only way I'd be day one is if, because I don't know if they'll do it like with Xbox One X, like, are they just going to go, okay, so this is a whole new console and these games won't work in your old console? Or are they going to do a slow transition style thing? Like, mm. I think personally they should do a complete cut off, but see if they don't, I'm not going to be as inclined to buy it straight away. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think with PlayStation, they've already come out and said that it's going to be like a traditional type of con- next gen console. And that but Xbox too, haven't. They've just said about you know, the the latest iteration stuff. of Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would say with uh, with PlayStation, like I would expect them to do like PlayStation Five games don't work on PS4, but PS. I, I think at this point, PS4 games have to work on uh, PS5. Yeah. Like, they have but like to. you, you know what I mean with. Xbox One X is more advanced than the Pro, no matter how you look at it. It's, it's a better oh, yeah. machine. Um, and, like, it would have to be some crazy upgrade for me to go, yeah, I need that. But then again, if they do release it and they're like, Gears 5 is going to be Xbox One, Halo 6 is going to be Xbox One and Xbox One X, but at some point they need to cut off the launch consoles like completely and say, this is not compatible with this. They yeah. have to. Like Xbox, like say Halo Infinite comes out in twenty twenty three, like yeah. just as an example, um, and they go okay, yeah, it's coming out for Xbox One, uh, Scarlet, whatever it is, um, Xbox One, X. and it's coming out to Xbox One X, and it's coming out to Xbox Original, and you'd have to like really go, well, okay, if it's gonna work on like by that point, hundred quid Xbox One Original, then yeah. why should you buy the five six hundred pound box? That, or you've probably already got an Xbox One of some kind. Um, but why should you buy this five hundred pound box to play Halo Infinite when you can already play it on your old console? Yeah, they have to cut off the original. What they need to 
like fair enough if it's a brand new right but see if they're saying yeah it's just the next iteration because they said that they were done with generations and they yeah. kind of stuck with that even though they did mention next generation yeah. but I don't know if they used those words I can't remember but anyway yeah. Xbox well, One X did you say the next Xbox like uh, yeah. hardware like consoles essentially yeah so like they need to cut off a generation it's a bit like what Apple do with their phones if they're going to stick with this model they need to now say okay the S will run this but the the original won't, or at least say the X will run this, you know, for the because yeah. then they're going to have a lot of X purchasers pissed off, right? Mm. If they turn around and say, yeah, you spent five hundred pounds like what a year and a half ago, but now this console's getting replaced. So what I would say they should do is just say, yeah, it's compatible with Xbox One X and Xbox Scarlet. That I would be the sensible the, thing. Yeah, I think that what they would do is they would do firmware updates, same way as what, like what Apple does, and then they they can then time it by like uh these games are compatible with firmware blah 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 and up and any any consoles that can't update to that firmware can't run the now, they can't yes. run that game or they can't run the full game like maybe it could run a part of the game so like maybe it could run only. the campaign but not the multiplayer or vice versa yeah no, I, I, think that's that. what, I think that's what will happen and they'd obviously have to put a, like a sticker type thing on the box to go oh only compatible with blah 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 but they could do that, and they could get the message out there, that, and that'd be fine. See, I don't know what I'd prefer. Like, the PS5 is going to be a new gen. Yep. But, like, I don't know what I'd prefer. Like, because the X is really good. And mm. within the next year, by this time next year, we'll have at least heard some more about PS5 and Xbox Scarlet. 100% yep. E3. If not later on next year, we're going to hear about it. So... Am I going to be inclined if, say, 2020? That sounds like a good year for them both to release, right? Hmm. So I'd say by the end of 2020, we're going to have at least, if not both. And in two years, am I going to be ready to drop another £500? I don't know, because I've had my Xbox One X, what, maybe a year? Like, I got it shortly after yeah. launch, because remember, I had it pre-ordered, then I cancelled my pre-order because Tash got pregnant. Yeah. And then one came in the shop, and I traded in all my stuff to get the X, so I've probably had it a year since i've had it just the, the month of lunch i got it because a scorpio uh scorpio edition came in but i don't know if i'm going to be ready at that point because it already feels like an upgrade to my original xbox and my s that i had previously so i, I don't i don't know like it just depends like i need to see what's shown especially if it's not like a full yes xbox scarlet games will not be compatible with the last gen mm-hmm. um and like we've, we were talking about it microsoft kind of pointed towards that they're not doing that it's kind of just yeah here's the better version like the, the iphone is a good example so the iphone 10 will run the same as the iphone 10s or the xs whatever you're calling it but like the 6 can do that as well still but it's about to drop off do you know what i mean like it has kind of already dropped off but hmm. if they do it that way then who knows i don't know like i'll need to, i'll need to comment on it more next year like I'll probably be hyped for it, but it's like, unless it's a big jump up from the X, then I don't, if if it is a case of, yeah, it's still the same games, but they won't be compatible with the one and the one S, which is fair enough, right? But if if it's not that big a jump, I ain't upgrading. The only way I would definitely upgrade day one is if it's like, no, no, these games aren't going to work in the last iteration of Xbox. So it just depends what Microsoft go with. If they, if they do a streaming stack, I'll buy it day 100%. Like, uh, cause that's something that I think. What are you talking about? Like a, a like a 
a, a fucking Steam box still thing, but an Xbox like. Well, more and, like more like an Apple TV type thing, or like and a you just stick. see that's that I wouldn't be able to use that with my internet because obviously it'll be yeah. fiber optic yeah. only, more or less recommended. So I would need to, but again with that, you're still going to get lag at some point, man. I don't care what said. Well, yeah, but like I mean, for Xbox, like. Generally, or this week's been a total exception to that, to be fair, but generally on Xbox, I will only play the games that are on Game Pass or Gold. So I don't ne- I don't need a disc system, because I'll almost never buy disc games for it. Again, this week, exception to that rule. I'm making all the exceptions this week. Um, but, um, and most of those games are kind of like older games and stuff like that that I'll dip into. And again, this week, exceptions to that rule, even on Game Pass for what I've been playing. Um... But yeah, like for the most part, most of the games that I'll play are like kind of older games that I've missed or like that are come like backwards compatible or something like that. And I'll buy them in like a sale or whatever. So like I'm not hugely invested in like the Xbox games to download. Um, so I and I and I do have fast internet, so I'm more than happy to stream them, to stream it. And I do think that Microsoft will probably have a better infrastructure in place for it day one than what Sony did. And to be fair. Sony's uh, streaming uh, service now, like PlayStation Now, even using it on a, even using it just the streaming games works completely fine now. Like, I had absolutely no issues with it whatsoever. Like when I've used it this week, because I did play it this week. So yeah, I would do. I would definitely do do the streaming box, and just purely to save me money. Because like, if it, if they didn't do it, then yeah, I would want to have the new Xbox to be able to play. Whatever the new Xbox game is, what's he saying to me? But um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I would definitely, uh, I would definitely buy the streaming box over the normal one because it would save me a lot of money. Um, be yeah, a PS Five, I'd be on for day one. It pretty much doesn't matter what it is, like at this point, like I'm there day one. I don't think the, I don't think Sony can talk me out of buying a PS Five when it comes out. Even if it's like a thousand pound, I think I would still buy it. Okay, <laughs> um, you're distracting me with these pictures. Sorry, but that's that's what I'm getting <laughs> sent to me just now. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, moving on from that, so your PSN name changes are happening. I, I'm not changing my name, Ali Might. Um, I would like wait and see how it goes in the beta, and like we we can find out like. Uh, what the feedback's like from people that have actually done it on there. Yeah, and, see, and there'll, there'll, there'll be a list on Red of this game wouldn't work, this game I no yep. longer own. And if that's the case and it's too many of them, then I'm going to mm-hmm. know because I, I do agree with Andy. I reckon if they figured out this, then th- there's a possibility they figured out how to get your digital PS3 purchases back. Yep, even like I wouldn't even mind if it's if it's done through streaming tech. Like where they yeah. go, okay, you own like, and I've watched one of this before for like PlayStation now. Okay, you own, uh, I don't know, like uh, Nino Kuni on the PS3 digital, so you can download, you can uh, play that game on your PS5. You can only do it through streaming, but you can like put the icon on your on your thing to be able to launch it as a PS3 game. Put it up, and you can play it. And um, as long as you've got decent internet, it will work fine. And I'd be completely fine with that. Um, okay, it's a bit of a workaround, and you can't download the game. So it's entirely dependent on your internet connection, but hey ho, that's the like that's the thing that they would do to get around the architecture of the PS3 because it's totally different from PS4 and presumably PS5. So fine by me. Um, okay, moving on from that, uh, there was a new trailer came out for uh, 
uh, Star Citizen single player mode and there's fucking loads and loads of celebrities in this game. Like, a ridiculous amount. It, is this a game that you're, you've been following, Ali? Star Citizen? No. So, like, this is the most funded, like, crowdfunded game ever. It's got millions and millions and millions of, like, dollars, pounds put into it. And they've <laughs> way yeah, they go way way more than like what they ever expected it would. Um, so like some of the people that in this are crazy, like crazy big actors, and the likenesses on them are amazing to be honest. Um, one hundred and ninety-five million dollars is what it's brought in so far. Okay, <laughs> hundred yeah, hundred ninety-five million dollars is what's been put into that game, which is ridiculous. Um, it's interesting that the uh, the single player uh, mode is kind of. Uh, is based on uh, Squadron 42, of course, cause 42. So this is a game that we need to keep an eye on because they're using our number. <laughs> but yeah, there's, uh, some people in this are uh, Gillian Anderson from X-Files, Mark Hamill from Star Wars, Gary Oldman from everything, um, Mark Strong, Henry Cavill, fucking Superman, uh, John Rhys-Davis, who is Gimli in... Uh, Lord of the Rings and you was in Indiana Jones and various other movies uh, Liam Cunningham and uh, Ben Mendelsohn so yeah absolutely loads of like, big celebrities in this so uh, looks really cool um, it's a space game so that automatically piques my interest but until it comes to any form of console I probably don't need to pay that much attention to it um, I imagine it will come to the consoles at some point sooner or later um, it's not in like full release certainly like that on PC yet so once it comes out to PC first, then uh, I imagine the consoles will be six months to a year after that. Um, okay, Uber Eats had a thing this week where uh, they were going to deliver you a free copy of uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 along with your COD and chips. Um, this is only in like three specific restaurants in, uh, I think it was London and Manchester. However, there was a bit of backlash from this because there was a lot of people that tried to do it through the Uber Eats app and it didn't work. And, and there doesn't seem to have been a single person who's verified that they've got a copy like through this, which is hmm, bullshit because th- there was many, many people who like tweeted, oh look, I ordered this, I never got a code, uh, and like supposedly the codes like ran out or there was some glitch. So, I mean, how many codes did they have? Because, okay, assumedly this would be a popular thing, but the only people that would know about this are people that are engaged like online. Like, they're not really going to just do this off their own back they're going to go oh I can like order this off Uber Eats and then like get the game for free brilliant but it doesn't seem as if the promotions worked very well uh, seems like a strange promotion that though like giving away a free game like a free £50 game with a £7 bag of chips yeah they only had 40 copies uh, something like Doors. that yeah, 40 copies of store yeah like, I don't think it'd be many right but see at the same time they also, there's not been one person saying, I got a copy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. The, the, the company came out and said, we're not sure, we're investigating what happened with the copies. So it's almost as I, if... They, do you know what? I know exactly what happened, right? Like staff. The, 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 yeah, the employees at the stores that were... Have ordered fish and chips. Got wind of it and they went, Mom, Dad, uh, order order chips. Order a chippy. Okay. Order a cod and chips, you'll get a Here free you copy of Call of Duty. What's that? I don't know, but just order it anyway um, and, and I'll get the code. And all yep. of the staff at all of the places have done that and told their pals to do it and they've done it as soon as it's went live and it's yep. run, they've run out. So that's what's yep. happened. <laughs> and the regular people have got fuck all out of it. So the I promotion was that's what's happened. totally pointless. Because not one public member came out and said, well, actually, I got my copy or thanks, Harry Ramsons or anything. Mm-hmm. So they're actually having to yep. investigate what happened. So you're right. The people that work there have either ordered it themselves or they've only approved their friends getting it. 
or, or they've like clued their friends into it on like and said went the website and said yeah. it's going live now yep and then boom they've they've sold out of that straight away um, so I, I guarantee that that will be if they do investigate it I mean who, who cares really but if they do investigate it internally that will be what would be the outcome of it that all those guys got all their pals Call of Duty for free <laughs> yeah and I guarantee you like see because they said there was only some like four copies that's like one per store yeah pretty much yeah why even yeah, advertise it then they should have at least yeah. give I, I would expect like five to ten copies of a store I mean Harry the fish and chip company they could afford it Buy ten copies, you tight fuckers. Do you know what I mean ten copies a store and say ten copies per store, first come, first served? Hmm. Yeah, like, and I mean, I know it was a promotion with Uber Eats, but like, because you're doing it like that, it does, it does lend to the uh, the kind of cheating aspect of it because you could easily cheat and just put make a new email address and have it delivered to like your next door neighbor or like that sort of shit, or yeah. like have it delivered to your your house um to a different name to two different names and then get end up with multiple or delivered to your mum's house i would 100 yeah. have done that see if i was working at Hermsons, my mum yep. would have had fish and chips and college delivered yep. or tasha's <laughs> mum yep <laughs> and I, I didn't know anyone from like down in those sort of areas so i, I wouldn't have done it but yeah that's definitely what will have happened the people that knew about it beforehand have ordered it and that's eating up all the we, we'd done a black ops promotion at work through auto priority but it was just for the weekend i only found out about it i don't check priority and basically if you went into wh smith with your mm. auto priority you get a free chat head split splitter thing black ops win mm. for black ops 4 but i was like oh i'll go and get one of them today and it's like oh sorry we ran out at the weekend they're, they're like they said that they totally ran out oh well cool but, I mean, but we didn't. Like... We didn't just have forty cop. We didn't just have forty in O two. We had quite a lot of those headset things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does sound like uh, like the, it was legit people that were picking them up. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I would, I would, I would say because you would have oh, like with those ones, you have to be like an O two, like member, customer. not member, but like a, a. It's not even a page you go, is it? It has to be a contract, a contract to get priority. Isn't it? Yeah, because I've got yeah. that with, with mine. Like uh, it does it through. Was it one two? Like W U N T U, and it's like threes thing and you sometimes get like free burgers or like free subways or like free every, every like tuesday that. we get we get cafe nero for the shop like mm. steven goes and gets us all cafe nero's <laughs> free coffee every tuesday come to it and but yeah i i, I love the article though because this was like from eurogamer that was reporting on this and in the eurogamer article right whoever wrote this article does not like harry ramsons because they said uh adequate tasting fish and chip Chain they are high Ramsons. Have you ever eaten <laughs> I've never had it. No, no. Oh, they're really bad. Um, and they also said later on in it, but like eating in a Harry Ramsden restaurant, there's no accounting for taste. <laughs> yeah, see, to be honest, when I seen this, when I seen this promotion, I was like, excellent. I will order one because yeah. I think there's a Harry Ramsden's out near um, Butland, not Butland's Haven. Right. Um, but it's England only. Yeah, it was only in three stores in in England. So, uh, but I mean, they could do things like that in the future with other ones that I'd, they probably won't given how like they're getting how much backlash they're getting off this or what they should do is do one properly for battlefield and like mm. go look at all the people that are genuinely getting copies to get good publicity back mm. yeah yeah definitely i don't think they will though because it's i mean think of the money that's involved in like buying like these things but it like, can't even that like, much like if you're doing a it must have been a promotion like they must have contacted activision and said they're doing this as well like so but, I mean, Activision isn't going to give you, like, say, 100 copies, they would, even if it's they would that. Give, like, for, they would give you a discount. They would give, give you a discount. discount. And, and think of the public. Yeah. Think you're still going to make money off of it. Do you know what I mean? And you're getting customers that maybe repeat business. Like, treat your customers well. 
But yeah, the the idea for them is obviously to get new customers, and I don't think that's happened for them at all. Like with this, and the new customers that did try to get into the promotion didn't get and put them off even more. And it's put them off, yep. So yeah, that's an interesting one there. And all Um, they got was slated for their food being crap. Yeah, (laughs) but yeah, I love that Eurogamer article. Like, uh, totally savage. It was really funny. Um, Xbox One's October update has come out now, and uh, it brings back avatars. New avatars. It does. But I don't like um, them. Did you did you change yours or did you keep your old one? Uh, well, what I done was I went into the new one and like see all my like I've got the Maple Leafs top, I've got like a Chocobo, I've got like yep. um, a, a Lancer and stuff like. Because what they used to do was when avatars were prominent on your dashboard, if you completed like Earthworm Jim's a good example, finish the game and you get Earthworm Jim's suit for your avatar, or you could buy them in the store. So obviously, like mm. I paid a couple of quid for my Maple Leafs yeah. jersey and like, but they don't transfer over. That you can't yeah. use the old stuff on the new ones, and I didn't really like the sort of look of the new ones. And I'm like, it, I get things change, but they've done a nice thing where it's like, use your original Xbox avatar if you want. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to do that. So for me, I didn't have any attachment to my old Xbox avatar. Like, I, I looked at him and I'm like, all right, <laughs> I'm like, you're, you're a thing. And uh, then I made a new one, um, and my new one has a kilt, so I'm happy. <laughs> See, I give like, my kilt and a sword. <laughs> I used to have like a chef's outfit for mine and stuff like that. But I mean, I've got Maple Leafs jersey. And I'm probably sure they'll do stuff like this for the new ones to try and get some money. But I, I like the style of the old ones because obviously I was a big 360 game. You weren't, so I'm attached to it. And I don't like the new one. Plus, they gave me our friend Majika as a base model. <laughs> the, the base model they gave me was actually all right. Um, do you know what's actually... See, I've been using the Xbox more a wee bit in the last couple of weeks. Um, it's actually beginning to really annoy me that my name on it's Andrew. Right? <laughs> Cause, do you not have to go on your Microsoft account and change it? I think I can change it like through the Microsoft account somehow, but like uh, I need to go and work out how to change it. But like, see, because I'd never, I had, I would only use it like once a week or like once every couple of weeks. Like I'd be like, oh, there's call me Andrew. Like, okay, but see, yeah, because I've been turning it on like once every day or once every couple of days mm-hmm. in the last couple of weeks, I'm like, that's annoying me. I need to change that. <laughs> yeah, I it's easy to, like, to do. Yeah, I, I imagine it is, but like, it's just one of those things where I need to go. Where it's actually annoyed me so much now that I actually will go and change it. Whereas before, I'm like, ah. But yeah, I mean, I it's welcome, that. Alistair. But I'm not as bothered about my my government name as you are. Mm. See, I don't like being called Andrew at all. It bugs me. <laughs> Uh, see because obviously at work like my, my thing says like Andrew everywhere and like sometimes like I've had people like call me Andrew and I'm like don't call me that <laughs> like, yeah I got like, it as well like, new, like, people, new people do it and I'm like nah just call, just call me Andy please <laughs> yeah I'm always Ali and like even at my new work they started calling me Alistair and then eventually because like a few folk had been in and called me Ali and stuff like that and they're like and plus, on the WhatsApp group, it's Ali Kenobi. And they're like, do you prefer Ali? Then I'm like, yeah, the only person that calls me Alice was my mum. Like, no one, like, even Tash's mum dad, my, my brother, like, no one calls me Alistair. No one ever has. When I was at primary school, I was big Ali and there was wee Ali. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, even, like, my mum and dad, they don't, they don't call me Andrew. Like, they call me no. Andy. So. <laughs> no, you don't suit Andrew. No, I don't. <laughs> but, like, um, yeah, it's easy enough done. Mine says Alistair, but it just doesn't bother me, like... But then it's going to bother you now that I've called it. That I've called it up to you. Like, no, it's ah, not. Notice that now. <laughs> but like my daughter's the same. But we wanted to call her Lexi, but then we thought we'd give her Alexa. So when she's older, if she didn't like Lexi, like it's a nickname. But yeah. it's a bit like Tasha. 
like I know her as Tasha, and her yeah. name is Natasha. But yeah, same same with Bethany. Like, Natasha. like her her name's Bethany. But like, mm-hmm. see, when she was wee, when she was a baby, we all we always called her Beth. Like yeah, for for probably two three years we called her Beth. But when like, she's an start... old lady, she'll call herself Beth. Maybe yeah, but like uh, when she started like talking and that like, uh, and she could like work out how to say her name and stuff like that, she wanted to be called Bethany. So, like, because that was her name, like that's her full name. She would rather. Be what did she Bethany, actually so... tell you? She didn't like Beth. I mean, she didn't say she didn't like it, but like uh, once she was able to say her whole name, she's like, "Oh, Bethany, Bethany, what's your name? Oh, Bethany," because she'd known that that was her like full name. Yeah. See, she, I don't know what she, like, she, she was like... just excited because it was like that was that's her name and like. That yeah. she's like the first thing she could like take ownership of is like being her, so and she wanted to have the whole thing. So yeah, so I kind of kinda wanted Alexa's first word to be her name, so she'd be like a Pokemon for the first wee while. But <laughs> everything she's babbling a wee bit more and trying different sounds, but everything's mama, mum, mama, 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 and I'm I look at her and she gives me this dead-eyed stare and I go, "No, I'm your daddy," <laughs> and she looks at me like. Another day I'd done it and Tasha pissed herself because she, she looked at me for a second and went, Mama. And I'm like, oh. But she, she's now knowing the difference. She now knows no. And she gives this like short look like, oh, what, me? And it's like, no. But like you can see her reaching for something and she'll look at me and Tasha. Like if she's going to like pull clothes down or a jacket or something. And it's like she looks at us like and then smiles. She knows fine well she's acting up now. It's cool to see the changes <laughs> in them, isn't it? It's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah. Anyway, moving on from that because we we got a bit sidetracked there. With oh, the oh, other other yeah. news. Um, yeah. My nine-month-old daughter got her first kill in Call of Duty. Totally not oh, age appropriate. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, so she was in quite some pain with her teeth, and like mm-hmm. she hadn't had a good day. She was crying, like, and I mean all day. You've probably seen it as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like her top teeth, like the front two, which are coming through, and the other, the worst apparently. So. Like Tasha was upstairs lying with her, and like she was crying herself to sleep in her bed. And like I was downstairs and banged on Call of Duty, and I was playing team deathmatch. And she came down, so we brought her down for food. And Tasha went upstairs, sorted out some stuff. And like Lexi was sitting in my lap, and she started like killing herself laughing. And like I realised that her wee brain had figured out that Daddy was controlling the telly. So every time I was shooting, she was pissing herself laughing. When I started running, she was laughing. Like, she was seeing what was happening. She kept looking at the controller, looking at the telly. And um, Tasha, like, eventually ran down the stairs thinking that she was crying again. But she was... I sent you the video, I'm sure. Mm, yep. it was, I put it on Twitter as well, if anybody follows me on Twitter, if you want to see it. She actually grabbed the controller with excitement and held down the RB, which sets off, you know, the wee reactor. Mm. And she got a kill with it. And then she started going, eh... And I was that shocked. I was like, yay, we won. Because, like, she didn't win the match for us, but, like, she beat the guy. And I'm like, yeah. I, and you, your thing, it would have been really cool if I'd, like, thought about it at the time, took the guy's name and sent him the clip of how he died. Like, it was my yeah. nine-month-old that got you. But, yeah. He'd probably been raging about that, like. <laughs> <laughs> totally raging. You made somebody raging this week in college. We'll call about that. Oh, Talk about that later. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, no, I know it's not. Don't don't worry. Do not like think that I'm letting my nine month old sit and play violent video games. I'm completely not. She was just literally sitting in daddy's lap for two minutes, and she. I don't think she understood what was going on. If she did, then I've got a problem. But like at the same time, I I don't trust me. My daughter gets word party and Pooh Bear and fucking mm. Peppa Pig. She does not get. She will not when she's at the age that she recognizes. Oh, I want to play this uh, Grand Theft Auto. No, that's nice what? that you want to play it. 
but no. What age will your letter play it at, like GTA, like Call of Duty, that sort of thing? It would depend on her character. Like, mm. if she's old enough and mature enough to understand that it is just a video game and blah, 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 but I don't I don't mean that. I don't know how to say it. Um, I, I know what you mean, yeah. If she can comprehend it's just a game, it's just throwaway, mm. but she plays something like that, like, say, Resident Evil, and then has nightmares... Like that, if I know she would do that, then she's never going to get to play them until she is 18. But I would say 15 easily, you can play, you know, maybe even a wee bit younger, depending if she's more. Yeah, but, Call of Duty and GTA. Yeah, flat, Call of Duty and GTA. If she's, if she's matured enough at that stage that she's not going to get nightmares, she's not going to like act up because of it. Like, I would say 15, 14 ish. Hmm. Yep. But again, I've seen kids playing at 12 that. You, you get some that turn into wee dicks over it and it makes them wee dicks and I don't like it if it would generally affect her like if she's like oh am I really killing these people daddy that sort of thing if she's that yeah. sort of wee girl then probably not but if she's the oh it's just a game let me kill some army guys blah blah like, it's just a game like I don't know I'll need to wait and see but I would say 15 anyway like I, I, at 15 I was playing 18s and stuff like that but yeah, I was yeah, playing definitely. Mortal Kombat when I was at primary school so <laughs> but it's you know because it's a bit more real I it think. is it is so it will depend on how advanced games get by that stage because we've got another 18 years to find that out but like mm. um i don't know I, i'd definitely say by 15 it shouldn't be an issue like but i think i think we're like we're better like i mean she'll play like she'll I'll let her play splatoon totally fine right now like and you're technically like yeah you're closer what age and, are you gonna I mean, she's definitely like, killing people and stuff like that. And she knows about Fortnite, and there's a lot of kids in her like class at school. So, like, she's eight. Um, so there's a lot of kids in her class at school that it's play It's a Fortnite. 12, so it's not bad. Exactly, and it's a 12. Um, but still, like, it's, they're still way like way too young to really be playing that type of game. Cause it's, but like, then again, like, that's not the same as, like, waterboarding in GTA. No, no, it's, it's not. But, I mean, like, if you compare Fortnite to Call of Duty... Like, there's not a huge amount of difference between the realism there. Like, okay, Call of Duty has, like, more realistic th- graphics, but what's actually happening in the game is totally the same. I think my answer, really would depend on, my answer would depend on the game. I think that's the right thing to say. Like, Mortal Kombat, I wouldn't really have an issue with, even though it's an 18. Like, it's silly violence, in a way, do you know what I mean? Like... It's not like in GTA where you waterboard someone or in Modern Warfare 2 where you mm. kill civilians in the Russian yeah. airport. You know, nothing like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... So like with, with Fortnite, I'd probably let her play it when she's 10. Like, How old's Bethany? She's 8 just now. I, I, see, I, w- I wouldn't have an issue with Fortnite, personally. Like, because like, it's like, not like now, blood. Like... It's not like... No, no, I mean, I think it's just because of, like, because of the, it's a real big zeitgeist right now, and I'm trying to kind of steer her away from that, from, like, um, and because, see, as well, because I don't like it, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, you can't play that. <laughs> I think if I liked the game and, like, I could play it, I would want to play it with her, then I'd be more inclined to, like, let her try it. I don't think that she would like it, cause she's, though, because she's not that into, like, the twin-stick controls. Yeah, like controlling the camera and stuff like that. She can kind of do it for Splatoon, but there's a lot of the motion control involved with controlling See, I, the camera in that game. It's, it's I reckon I'll be the same. That, well, when, she, when she's old enough to do that sort of thing, like it'll be probably onto the Switch too. And like, yeah. we'll, we'll be looking at the PS6 by then, probably. Mm. But like, um, well, depending on what happens with those, but it just depends on the game. Like, there's a lot of games where 
some parents would say no, and I'd be like, I don't see a fucking issue with it at all. Because the, the difference isn't it's a benefit that, like, Tasha's got, like, if Tasha, if I didn't know about games, like, I've seen a lot of parents confused, just going, no, I'm gonna just, just going to buy them anyway. And it's like, your kid's seven, this is GTA 5 or Saint Row or something, they shouldn't be playing this. And they're like, it's just a game. And, like, some of them will yeah. listen to you and be like, okay, you can't have that. But others are like, I don't care, it's just a game. So I'm kind of glad that I know and I'm up to date and I probably will stay up to date and current with games. So I'll be like, no, she can't have that one, or that shouldn't be on her phone. I've had some that are that are funny that are funny about it, like that will come in and the kid will come up and like try and buy like GTA or like Call of Duty or like Saints Row or something like that, and it's like an eighteen. And I'm like, oh, have you got ID? And they're like, no. And then they'll go and get their mum and then or their dad, and they'll moan at you for it. And they're like, they're like, why won't you sell them this game? And I'm like. Because it's an 18 and he's not 18. <laughs> yeah, like, and then they, they get annoyed with you like, and they just buy it anyway. Yeah, it's just, they're like, it's just a game. Like, uh, like it, it doesn't matter. I'm like, well, it's, like, we still have to follow laws. <laughs> like, it's a law. <laughs> like, yeah, like, obviously, obviously <laughs> you, you can't sell it to them. It, but... once, yeah, once you buy it, right. But that's the thing. I'll be very selective. And if I think she's matured enough for, like, see, she wanted to play Call of Duty hmm. and she's 12, I'll be able to tell at that stage if she's going to treat it with respect. I know that sounds crazy, but you know what I'm saying? Yep. Treat it, it's a game. Like, if it's going to fuck up her head, then obviously I'm not going to give it to her. Like, But, again, with those games, I definitely think it'll be a case of I sit and play it with her the first few times, or I'm sitting there while she's online or something, just in case, like, something pops up and I can tell she doesn't like it, I would take it straight off and go, no, we're not playing this Mm. again. But, I don't know it's a different one because I'm a, I'm a gamer like I don't Yeah, it's the same as watching films though there, there'll be certain films where I'm like Ugh, that one's not that bad even though it's an 18 that one's not that bad even though it's a 15 but it will mm. depend on the movie and the content it's the same for gaming so, so like Bethany's actually quite good at like like because when she will watch a movie like she will like when it's on a, like a Blu-ray or DVD she will look at the the number on it and she'll be like oh am I allowed to watch this and like mm-hmm. if it's a if it's a twelve or like a fifteen or stuff like that, because like obviously Avengers, well, like the Avengers, and, yeah, yeah and like I would let her watch Ragnarok them and stuff like that. And and like because it's twelve A, like you can take her to cinema to see it. It's it's up to the parent. Um, but, and but like she she will ask sometimes like oh I'm allowed like if she's seen it already then she knows it's fine she's allowed to watch it. But like if it's a new thing she's like I'm allowed to watch this like it's a twelve because she's only eight. Oh, yeah. Um, because with the pun- punishers, yeah. So it was the Punisher, um, Black Widow one. And we watched that a few weeks ago. Uh, it's a twelve, and she's like, "Oh, I'm allowed to watch this." And I was like, "Yeah, look, because I'd seen like trails and stuff like that, and it looks, it looked fine. It wasn't particularly violent or anything like that. I may have even been a fifteen. I can't remember, but like it was fine because it's a cartoon, and it wasn't, it wasn't like gory or anything like that. So it, it was absolutely fine. And like she didn't get scared or anything like that watching do, it. Do you know, do you know what one's was, a good example though? Hmm. Right, I'm looking to the right here, and it's a film. Hmm. I've got the Bond Blu-ray collection. Hmm. Some of them, I would let her watch at five, right? But then there's some of them, like the Daniel Craig ones, mm-hmm. and the violent bits in that aren't suitable for kids. You know, when he's, like, his first kill, where he kills a guy in, like, the bath and what? Yeah, yeah. Right? That's a no-no. But then see a Sean Connery one, even though there is shooting and stuff, it's, like, all, like, ah, totally fake falling mm, forwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it depends on, like, that's what I mean. So there might be a Call of Duty that comes out that I'm like, yeah, that one's not terrible. Like infinite warfare, mostly robots, or advanced warfare, mostly robots. That's not as bad as killing a person. I don't think, for me. Yeah, totally agree. Um, so, 
yeah. The, the other the other one that, uh, is one that she asked about, like maybe uh, kind of early on this year that she'd been looking up, and it's a game called uh, Bendy and the Ink Machine, which is like an indie game that's out on it's out on Steam, and it's like a sort of like first person horror game, except it's kind of like all done in cartoons, like say like you know like Steamboat Willie type thing. Yeah, yeah. And so there's like oh, I know pop- the one you mean, yeah. Yeah, it's so there's like this. a pop up cardboard guy that like pops up as often. So like. That game, like, earlier on this year, I would have said, like, she wasn't... Because it's, like, a 12, and I would have said she wasn't mature enough to be able to play it, but, like, as she's, like, grown over this year, like, I think in the way she is with games and stuff like that now, she's going to be okay to, like, play that uh, by Christmas. So, like, I, like we're going to pick that up for her, like, as part of Christmas. Because um, she really wanted to play it, and she was like, Daddy, can I get this? Can I get this? And I was like, yeah, no, you're not, like, you're not old enough to get this yet. So, like, it'll be, like, a, a nice surprise at Christmas. But, again, with that type of one, that'll be one that I'll play with her. And, like, she'll not be allowed to play that one, like, on her own. Just in case she gets, like, too frightened or whatever. Because if she gets too frightened or whatever, then, or, or like, or, or anything, like, it's too hard, that sort of thing. You can just give the control to me and watch me play. And that oh. takes away the scariness of, of it completely. Here's another question of for you, right? Depends on the graphics as well, right? Mm-hmm. I would never let her play Resident Evil Seven. Yeah, fuck that. I mean, I can't even play that. But Resident Evil One or Two, not the remake. <laughs> yeah, the original ones. Yeah, it should probably like play it for like two minutes and be like, "Daddy, this is crap." <laughs> what is? What are these controls? And I'd be like, <laughs> "Learn to love." No, but like, uh, I don't know what's an example. Then like Splatterhouse on the Mega Drive, which ten, okay, yeah, or eighteen. Yes, but yeah. that's a horror game. Resident Evil Seven? No, that's what I mean. It depends yeah. on the game. Like you're a cartoon guy dressed as Jason. Yeah, it's scary, but she's not. <laughs> yeah. She's not. She's not going to be watching Friday the Thirteenth. So that's the difference. Yeah. She's not going to know the backstory and context. Yeah, There's I would like definitely play Splatterhouse right now. Like, yeah, as long as I was sitting with her. Like not but, for the scariness, but, but more just in case there's any like swear words but, or anything like that. And I'm not sure if there is. Yeah, but then, like, back in the day when those were, like, premium graphics, that would have been scary to some form, I bet you. It would have been yeah. tense as well. Resident um, Evil 1, I remember being scared by. Like, when the dogs jumped through the window and the liquor and stuff like that. Like, I remember being scared it, by that. <laughs> yeah, but you were scared with zombies, remember? Yep. So, like, it depends. Like, see if she laughs at mm. If there's no swearing and actual violence against humans, I don't see a problem with her playing, like, a zombie game. It, it just depends. Do you know what I mean? I, I'll build on it. What if she doesn't like games at all? But I reckon my daughter will like games. Um, so I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a tough question that you can only answer once you've came across it. But like I said, the Bond movies are a perfect example. Yeah, definitely. Like and Not I'll, all of them are suitable. I'll report back on the Bending the Ink Machine yeah. uh, saga like uh, at the end of the year, at, at beginning of the next year. We'll, we'll see how she the gets way I say is, you can You can never tell how they're going to be. Like, I would have said Jurassic World mm. Fallen Kingdom could be quite scary to some kids, but not all kids. Venom probably would be scary to some kids, but not all kids. You know? Yeah, Bethany watched Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom and she was fine with She was it. fine. It but you know what I mean? Like, some folk, yeah. it depends on what nature Lexi's got when she goes up. Like, I think she's mm. going to be fearless, personally, the way she goes on. But then <laughs> she could totally take a, a, a swerve and be a quiet, shy girl. So, who knows? Yeah. Depends on her. I'm going to encourage everything. So, we'll wait and see. Nice. Um, okay, moving on with the news. Uh, EA is exploring uh, Command & Conquer remasters for the... Uh, How about you just get me my pre-registered Command & Conquer for my fucking phone? Decades. I know! Command and Conquer Rivals, like... Available a, a year and, ago. Available a year ago, yeah. Like, I saw a promoted 
uh, Facebook post come across my, my feed uh, this week, actually, um, where it was advertising Command & Conquer uh, Rivals to me. And I'm like, oh, it must be like out now. And like click through on it, and it's like, yeah, you're already pre-registered. I'm like, still not fucking out. Like, they announced this in June. This is... Like it's four months ago, they announced that it was coming out today, and it's still not out. <laughs> like what the fuck? So I, like I, I I commented on it. I'm like, why is it taking so long? Where is the game? Like, it came out in America that day. Like yeah. literally, it came out that day in America, and just didn't come here. Here's one for you. Back. Sorry, this is the last one. Would you let Bethany listen to this show? Um, no, <laughs> definitely not. Not <laughs> right now. Neither would that. Like, I would say maybe fifteen. Okay, listen to some. But yeah, you give that to two young. Sh- some of the things that we've said in this show, and like, it's like one, there might be some things that the wives would give us into trouble for the, what we said. And two, yeah. there's some definitely, definitely some words being said, especially early on, that, that should never yeah. be repeated. I mean, like, uh, like, like Bethany's really good with language, actually. Like, and she knows the words that she she's not allowed to say. And yeah. Like, even if she'll hear them in like the odd movie or TV show or, or on a YouTube video stuff like. Or mummy. She knows. <laughs> or mummy. Yeah, definitely mummy. She knows that she's not allowed to repeat them. Like, she's not allowed to say those words until she's older. So, and she gets that, and that's fine. But like, uh, I think that if she like heard some of the stuff that we talk about on on the podcast, like she would, there's a fair chance that she would repeat or she would certainly ask me about it. Um, why did Ali say this <laughs> like yeah, the red wine Ali year <laughs> yeah like that sort of stuff like oh daddy you said this or like oh Ali said that what does that mean and like some of the things that we've said are they're definitely conversations that I do not want to have with her right now <laughs> yeah this is so, very true so yeah it's years away from her being able to listen to the podcast on as marked as adult oh yeah it is yeah yeah and like uh, it's not I mean we don't pitch the show for kids like this is a show for like yeah. 18 plus definitely <laughs> yeah I would say so but like I don't think me and you are as bad these days since I don't drink and like um, it, it was a lot worse when Fraser was on like when Fraser gets steaming like I'm not saying Fraser was to blame for it because we all used to drink quite a bit in the show but like <laughs> some of the things Fraser said like he's even annoyed developers before and not even That's on right, air yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to name the developer of what was said but yeah he never spoke to us after that ever again. Like no. we spoke to other people that work for the company, mm-hmm. and they were happy enough to deal with us. But like, never yeah, that guy. Never that guy again. <laughs> Who, who's, who's the head of the place? But like, <laughs> or was? But like, um, I, I can't remember. I don't think Russ was very. Robin was annoying though. Mm-hmm. Robin was bad. I, I don't know. I don't think we're as bad anymore. I think there are still topics we bring up. But it's maybe worse now because we're both copious men. It's mostly that we get into them more in depth, but. I definitely don't think the red wine episodes are very good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, to be fair, I think if we went back and listened to them, we'd probably cringe at some of the stuff we were saying ourselves. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> definitely. Um, anyway. Okay, yeah, moving on. Um, Jokalia Lost made $16 million in its first two weeks, and it did better than Animal Crossing. Like, That's a new IP? Hell. That's like a new IP. It's, this is a Nintendo like mobile game. Like, it's I'm not out yet here. Like yeah, it's what in, is it in Japan or America? This is out. Maybe no, both. It must be America because it's US yeah. dollars they're giving it in. So, uh, so yeah, it must be out in, in America and doing well. I haven't heard any feedback about from anybody that like I've talked to or listened to about it. So, I don't really know much about what it is. So, we'll check it out when it comes out here, or, or you'll probably check it out. I won't because it's mobile. Yeah, I'll, def- I'll definitely get it. Um, in awesome, awesome fucking news this week though. Uh, there are officially licensed wireless GameCube controllers coming out in time for Smash. 
holy fuck I need one yeah hey, no here's a question I wanted mm. do I now cancel my order with the wild one I think the answer is yes and just get one of these but I can't see them to pre-order in the UK apart from game with a grey one yeah like um, I can't I mean, see the standard ones I don't know if they'll, if they'll do them ones but like I had the grey one like for my GameCube and I love that controller it's probably my favourite controller of all time and I was actually like probably a few days if not like a week away from buying because I've got one in the shop right now like a, a waveboard one like GameCube one and I was probably a few days if not a week away from just buying it like to play in Smash but this is a much better solution for me to buy like a new um, official controller that's all nice and clean and whatnot. Um yeah, I'm I'm totally in for that. Oh, they're not like they're not made by Nintendo, but they're power they're licensed, officially licensed. licensed. So yeah, so Nintendo with, gave them the go ahead. Yeah, so I mean, as long as there's no lag on these, they'll be absolutely fine. Um, yeah, but do I get gonna... one? Do I get one instead? I think I, I think I have to because I don't like cables, and the only other no. thing that's coming with is like what a, a steelbook. Like yeah. it's going to work out about the same price though because these are going to be forty, so it's the same price all in. Yeah. Uh, like this, I can't have cables <clears throat> after the the switch jumping out the dock. The back yeah, it happened before, so I can't have cables. So, it's so not, I'll it's throw not it. A I'll, feasible solution. I'll throw out some more news here about controllers that's from further down, and it's a cool mm-hmm. thing that you talked about the Sega uh, controllers that are coming out. Um, they're doing, and I'm I'm so happy with the options that you're getting. I've ordered three different versions, well, two of the same in one different version, right? So the Sega Saturn ones are available. And I know it's practically the same, but I'd rather it was Mega Drive branded. Um, it's a Bluetooth controller that you can use with your phone just now for the Sega Classic that are released on it. Um, but they've re- they're releasing also the Sega USB version, the Sega uh, Bluetooth version, and a Bluetooth receiver for if you wanted for it for PC. That's separate. Or they're doing the Classic versions with the original Mega Drive thing, right? <clears throat> now, this will tie into... Other news, I'll tell you what one's I pre-ordered in a minute, but you can probably guess. But, like, you remember the analog um, NT that came out? And it was, like, instead of being an emulated version, they recreated hardware. They've actually built it from scratch so that it's an HD SNES with original hardware, so there's no emulation. And it's apparently absolutely phenomenal because, obviously, you're not running emulators or ROMs on it, and it's not using, like... Um, programming it's not just like a raspberry pi in a box which all the rest of them are running on some android version this is proper hardware like re-envisioned hardware they've used chips the lot like there's no emulation going on here um they're doing a mega drive version nice so like this is a premium version and what they've said is even if sega aren't working with at games for the one coming out next march theirs is going to blow it out the water because this is not for kids this is not a toy this is for premium enthusiasts i want this because this is a proper fucking like, i know it's not sega license but it's a proper fucking mega drive sega will never do this for it because mm. you know that even if they're making this one themselves which i doubt that it's going to be roughly the same as the hd one i already own and i'm okay with it but i want a better experience I'm getting this, and it obviously comes with the Mega Drive s- slots for the controllers. So I pre-ordered two of the like the official. Is it official license or is it Sega that brought them out? Who who made them? Is it Retro? It's not Retro. I think I don't think that's Sega that brought them out, but they are licensed. Those <clears> ones. Let me just take. Let me just have a wee look. The um, um so that this like new Mega Drive thing that's coming out, right? It uh, mm-hmm. looks cool, and the controllers like I kind of it's not even a squish, but like it's a sort of take on the 
six button Mega Drive controller, pretty much the same one that was <coughs> that came out with the with the Saturn, the, sure. the second Saturn version, because people hated the first version. Cause but it's there was a Mega Drive controller with six. There was a Mega Drive controller with six buttons oh, yeah. that came out. Yeah. Yep. There, there was. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this uh, this looks interesting. Um. My one question with all of these, uh, ones that let you play like the original Mega Drive games, does it work with thirty two X? If it works with thirty two X, you get one that's working with that. So I'll buy it. here's 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 what the story is. They're working on it, and if they mm-hmm. can't, if they can't make it work with a thirty two X plugin, what they're mm-hmm. going to do is build in the technology for you to just play thirty two X games without the adapter, without the thirty two X. So it's already got the port at the bottom, right? So you take off the side and it's compatible with both Mega CDs. They've already got that locked down. Oh, sweet. Okay. So Mega CD 1 and 2 can plug into this thing. Right. But if if they can't get it compatible with the 32X to plug it in, they're going to work on um, whatever technology inside, like whatever chips or whatever. I don't know. I don't make them. So that you can just plug a 32X in and it works off the bat. They've also developed a special cartridge that takes Game Gear and Master System carts mm. as well. Nice. So, I love what the guy says. Like in like I'm having a look at the Kotaku article yeah. about it just now, and like I love what the guy says about it. Any of the licensed systems or third party systems, I mean, they're just so fucking bad. <laughs> I mean, they're just terrible, terrible products. Yeah. So so yeah, I like when he's when people come out and say things like that. So they've obviously went. I hate this. I need to have one that actually works properly. So yeah go for it like yeah uh, I, I like the, the the way they're talking about this the, um, the way they advertise the snes one was you never need you never need to buy another snes again yeah and um, they're also doing adapters for it which is like is really awesome yeah uh, for this is the mega drive one that uh it's going to allow you to play like the game game gear games and yeah. uh master, master system as well yeah which is awesome that will let me play like see if i can get a console that'll let me plug into it regular mega drive carts plus fucking uh, Knuckles Chaotix and mm-hmm. Golden Axe Warrior. Like, and plug in a Mega CD. That's all I need. I don't really need a Mega CD, to be fair. Like, no. The only, the only game I'd want to play a Mega CD is Sonic CD, and I've already got uh, I've already got yeah. that like on Xbox and stuff. And it, so, it's not um, it's not going to be emulating it. It's all hardware. Yeah. yeah, so this is brilliant. Love it. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm getting one. I, yeah, I think I'm going to get one of these. When it come, maybe not as soon as it comes out, but like once if they get 32X in it, day one, then holy fuck, I think I might need to buy day one. Yeah, I'm, I'm in regardless of how they end up doing it. See if it says that you can plug a 32X in. I'm going to get one um, because mm, the 32X yeah. doesn't work in my HD one, sadly. Like, it just mm, doesn't because yeah. it's all emulated yeah. and it's ROM-based. Um, but it's uh, the Mega Drive, the Sega Lite, the Sega controllers are made by Retrobit, which are make good controllers anyway, but yeah. it's Sega Mega Drive all over the box. So two of the USB ones and one Bluetooth one is what's there. That's what I'm going to So that's get. what you're getting? You're getting loads of these then? Three. Fucking hell. Two. <laughs> okay. Well, basically, like, as, as much as I like the wireless one, obviously they said that the pads are horrific. Mm. I don't mind the pads for the HD one. They're not terrible. Um, the ones that worked off of infrared for, remember the one I bought before this? Yeah, yeah. They were terrible because, see, if you weren't pointing right at the Mega Drive, it wouldn't respond. These are kind of wireless. They're not quite Bluetooth. Um it's like a receiver. I'm not sure how it works, but um, I'm sure they wouldn't work with Bluetooth, right? But mm. it's got the two slots, so I would rather hardwire in these wired retro bit ones and use them on it. Because see, to play the likes of like Xenocrisis and Tanglewood on that, mm. 
yeah. that's 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 going to be great. Um, also, like I'm I'm going to look into getting like Aladdin back and Lion King and stuff soon because I love those ones. Um, but yeah, this this console looks phenomenal. But yeah, regardless, even if it just if it's not built in straight away, uh, like if it's not like you can plug it in a cart straight away, I, I would definitely get a thirty two X to plug in the top of this. Like either way is fine like for me. The the blue controller that they've got there, that's really nice. Like, the new uh, one, yeah. Yeah, the new one. The, the Are you on Amazon? One. I don't know. I'm just having a look on uh, uh, Retrobit's website. They've got fucking Mega Drive controller written dual analog sticks. What is that? Oh my god, that's cool. And yeah, <clears> so they're all Sega licensed. That's fucking cool. Yeah, I the really ones like with that. analog sticks. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know that necessarily. That's the Bluetooth. That's the Bluetooth edition I ordered. Nice. So the, those, those are the ones that will be. I can see why you ordered. The, there's like three different ones now. Because the, the two Saturn ones I really ones. like. I really like them Saturn ones. <laughs> okay. That'll be tempting if I get this Mega Drive thing. To be fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I, I I like I like controllers. Like, there's a lot of shit going around with controllers, and like, people will obviously want retro controllers to play modern games with. Look at that Xbox Duke controller, fucking hell. Someone's buying that. <laughs> like not It's us. horrible. It's horrible to us, but like there's somebody that goes, "Oh, I love that because it's huge and I've got giant hands." Like okay, <laughs> maybe like somebody like Andre the Giant, like somebody like that. Maybe they need a big controller like that. Maybe the giants right now are too small. Andre the Giant's no longer with us. No, but there'll be other people that are as big as him. Or so sorry, the Bluetooth can yeah, the Bluetooth control pad doesn't come with it, but. One that's the one I've ordered with the the dual sh- the, the it looks like DualShock controls because mm-hmm. it's compatible with Saturn, Dreamcast, PS3. Um, you can use this to control your PS3. What? It's really fucking cool. Uh, yeah, so I, I love all this. All this is brilliant. Like I hope we buy these in my shop. To be fair. Yeah. With these revival controls, like really cool. But yeah, nice. Um. I, it looks like the obviously you you might need to buy different like uh, receivers though for the different sure. consoles. That's your only thing. Ah, uh, right. So like one for the Mega Drive, one for the Saturn. But I'm yeah. I'm not interested in Saturn. Two Mega Drive ones for my the once I get that analog console. But I couldn't access the site for whatever reason to pre-order it. But um, mm. I want those because those are my because do you remember not that long was looking for a decent third-party Mega Drive controller mm-hmm. just for this yeah. because my old Mega Drive uh, 2 control pad's given up the go. Like, the D-pad was loose on it. It just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So I've been forced to use the two wireless ones that came with the AT Games HD version. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just need an official one. And second-hand, you know, I know you work in second-hand shop, Andy, but, like, you know, you're always going to risk in products that age when it's a controller. Yeah. I mean, it might work for a year, might work for two years, and then just and then die. But now that these are coming out, one? yeah, yeah. But I need I need the wireless one for mostly for Switch. But then again, I could play games in my um, play games in the which we call it with it as well. Oh, not mostly for Switch. <laughs> I really like the Saturn Bluetooth the controller. The Saturn Bluetooth is fucking cool. Yeah. See, there's already like the Saturn Bluetooth one you can already get just now in Argos, mm. and it works with your phone. Yeah, but I don't want to use it with my phone. I want to use it with, like, my PC or, like... Switch. Are you talking about the one with the, the two twin sticks? The two sticks? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. No, it's not that one. Sorry. It's not that yeah, one. It's out just now. Yeah. So like they, these ones are obviously coming out, but like yeah, I really like the look of that one. That looks the cool. green satin one's cool. Yeah. I, I, to be fair, I like all of these in some way. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, awesome. Good stuff. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Right. Move, moving on from controls. <laughs> yes. Uh, Famitsu is no longer tracking sales of the Wii U because it's a fucking dead piece of garbage. Um. Even though you still play it. <laughs> even though you've got a switch um, but yeah 3.3 million sold in Japan Te- about, so about 10 million worldwide uh, Mario Party's release has caused uh, Joy-Con shortages on Amazon um, I'm not supr- that surprised by this because obviously you can play two player with what comes with the switch but like a lot of people haven't invested in getting more Joy-Cons they might have bought a pro controller like we have or multiple pro controllers but they might have not bought to buy more uh, more Joy-Cons but this is the first game where it's like yeah, you can only use a Joy-Con. You can't use a Pro Controller. So there'll be a lot of people that's out there that have three or four people that want to play and they don't have their enough controls to do it. So yeah, that's why that's happened. Um, and Indie Dev's come out and said that the Switch is the easiest console to work with and Nintendo's done a complete 180 essentially from like the Wii, Wii U days. Um, what developer was it? Did you, did you notice? No, I didn't have a look. I'll, I'll I'll pull it up just now and so yeah they're the developers pretty much saying that uh, they're pretty much how Sony was years ago and what developer was it oh okay so yeah it's uh, Zeboid the Games um, who was talking about oh no no wait so Zeboid Games was talking about how you had a frustrating experience with the company and this is the developer behind the developer of uh, from Arcade Distillery who made Plague Road and Mecco Tales and Kitten Squad cool haven't played any of those Mecco Tales was on sale for like a pound though <laughs> like recently <laughs> I, I always I always nearly buy those games and then remember that I didn't like the one game that well I mean it was okay but like I didn't get that into the one game that I did buy that was a pound because I tried it for like an hour and was like yeah it's it's worth a pound <laughs> I'm like okay <laughs> uh, Ubisoft's done, doing another Assassin's Creed game this year um, and it's going to be a free-to-play uh, Assassin's Creed spin-off out on iOS and Android. Cool. Another free-to-play Assassin's Creed game. This one, though, actually looks okay because it seems to be basically Fallout Shelter, but for Assassin's Creed. And, like, Fallout Shelter was alright. And it is yeah. made by the same studio that made uh, made Fallout Shelter, so... So at least there won't be a lawsuit. Like, yeah, uh, there won't West be a lot of the Westworld game, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and you do, like, there is some, like, uh, 2D side-scrolling segments that are kind of similar to Assassin's Creed Chronicles. Uh, this one's called Assassin's Creed Rebellion. So I'll, what? I, this is one... Hmm? Sorry, sorry, no, we'll go back to that in a second. Look yeah. up games that are coming out, and obviously, new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe version yep. uh, cover. The Fortnite Deep Freeze bundle, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know there's no game card is included? Like, I thought this was meant to be a game card. Are you sure? <laughs> Mate, I've just... Look, look up Fortnite Deep... In fact, I'll just send you the picture. I'll just send you the picture. It says on the box, no game card is included, so it's a code in a box. Yeah, download code, no game cards included. Hmm, okay. Oh, well. That's a strange one. I thought it was going to be a game card. I wonder if on the like PS4 and that, it's the same. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it doesn't say there's no disc on it, right? I'm on Games website just now looking at the PS4 one, um, and it says includes PS4... Uh, P- sorry, yeah, PS4 voucher code for Fortnite Battle Royale and Deep Freeze bundle. But you don't need a voucher code for Battle Royale because it's free. So Yeah, it's free anyway. Um, there is an asterisk which I can't read the text from because it's too small on Games website, but I assume that the asterisk says that there's no disc included. So That's strange. It also Here, does, not, does not include Save the World mode. <laughs> which is, I thought that this was meant to include the campaign as well. Yeah, I would have thought they, they could have put this out and like had a disc. But yeah, they're just putting a code in a box. Like, yeah. Folk will buy it. Yeah, fuck that then, oh well. Oh well, cool. Do you still need that one for your collection? Not really, no. It's the same way as I don't really need the box for the Legend of Zelda season pass. But the then the one, the one you will need is the one for Xenoblade, which is on a cart. Yeah, that's on a cart and that's fine. And like, see, with that one, I'll actually probably buy that and probably play that before I play Xenoblade because it's, like it's a pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, so I'll and it's, I think it's actually like from what I've heard a few people talking about it and like from what they're saying, it's like a a shorter kind of experience for it. So I would use that as like a taster to get me into yeah. Xenoblade essentially. So and I think it's more achievable for me to get through that at this point rather than like the actual Xenoblade game, which is like I don't know seventy eight hours long. And this oh, one's yeah. apparently this one's apparently about twenty. That's not too bad. That gives you a taste at least for it. But obviously, Definitely. I'm I'm into Xenoblade. I haven't finished it, but I'm not at the point where I'm like I'll put that aside to start this. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So like I, I had another look at a different picture. So same on PlayStation Four. Um, download code only in the in the box. And interestingly, the Xbox one doesn't say that, like because the Switch, the Switch and PS4 ones do, and um, the the one for uh, Xbox One just says internet connection required to access downloadable content. It doesn't say no disc in it, so there might be a disc in the fo- in the Xbox One one. Hmm. Interesting. They might update that obviously because the game's not out yet, and this is just like pre-renders for the box art. But we'll see. Um. Anyway. Uh. There was a bit of chat about uh, Diablo 3 potentially being cross-by, uh, it's not cross-by, cross-platform play, um, and that was because somebody came out and said that it would be. <laughs> somebody did say that. Yeah, it was a developer who was, or not a developer, it was somebody that represented the company who was asked about it at a gameplay demo, and they said, yeah, yeah, like they're, they're currently working on that with Sony and, uh, and Microsoft and Nintendo to get cross-play enabled. But I think they, they either misunderstood the question or they were misquoted because it's probably something they're looking at for future games um, with doing cross-play. I'd guess with Overwatch, maybe, with things like that. But uh, Diablo 3 is not going to be. Diablo 3 is too old for them to go back and fucking put cross-play in it. Like, there's no way. Are you, are you like, still getting this one? Yeah. I'm going to get it, yeah. I'm not totally sure that I'm going to buy it day one, but, um, but I will get it. Uh, I don't think I'm day one. I think I'm waiting for it. Yeah, so like maybe it'll be something that I'll pick up like um, at Christmas. Or like in January or something like that with like Christmas money that sort of thing um, but I don't know we'll, we'll, we'll see um, but I do really want to play it like because uh, I've never played it before and like it looks fun as hell especially playing handheld like oh my god like a game like that playing handheld I'll play the it, shit out of that perfect for handheld because like uh, Borders I know it's not quite the same game but like Borders Gate Dark Alliance like I put fucking time into those games like and they were amazing 
Um, and like this looks just like that sort of thing. And Diablo, uh, I don't know if I ever played Diablo 1, but Diablo 2 I played on the PC back in the day and it was really good. Yeah. So yeah, I'm definitely in for this. Uh, Smash Bros. Ultimate's the second most anticipated Holly, uh, Hollywood holiday release, um, according to a survey in America. I think, what, number one's Red Dead, isn't it? What's that for, sorry? Uh, for the most anticipated holiday release. I'm sure it's Red Dead. It's Red Dead 2, Black yeah. Ops is second, is it? Uh, no, no, well, Smash Bros. is second. I would imagine... Like, no, Black sorry, Ops is... Black Ops is one. Black Ops is one, okay, because like I read a different survey that had uh, that had Red Dead at one. Black Ops is one. I think it just depends who you ask. Like Red Dead is going to be huge, not for us. <laughs> Red Dead is not Fraser, not for Fraser's, me. Fraser's getting it. I, I might end up playing yeah. it because yeah, Fraser's yeah. apparently right into it. I don't know though it might be because Pokey's work, but like um, hmm. uh, he's getting it digital for the Xbox, so I'll probably have a shot of it. But I mean, I had the original one digital and I think I just bought it back in the 360 days because I don't know everyone was going on a bit but I never took to it it's like slow paced GTA and I just nothing too many cowboys we've already talked Ross used to be in the show and I know he's excited for it mm. it's, again it's like to me cowboys is a dead medium like yeah, I know that's way, way terrible to say me. I mean, I mean like if I want to go and ride a horse or a camel or something like I'll play Assassin's Creed and like that's much more appealing to me than like fucking western times like I don't need to play a Western game. I have no affinity for Westerns at all whatsoever. So yeah, that's definitely not one for me. Red Dead, no. regardless of how well it does. Do you know what uh, I would play? Reviews and stuff. The only Western game I'd play is an open world Red Dead graphics Wild World West game. Uh, I don't think I would play that either. Like, I, I would play it. Hold it interest for me at all. Um, but yeah, so that's those are the most kind of anticipated games at the moment. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 like has split screen in it which Treyarch didn't talk about at all before launch like they never announced that it had split screen in it but it's there um, if you do want to play like co-op stuff um, I think that's great that it's in there like I'm surprised they didn't talk about it because there isn't many like co-op games come out these days and even like Call of Duty is kind of steal away from that so like the fact that it's even in there is quite surprising yeah and you can even do it for online like you could have somebody around split screen play blackout mm. with like you, you two other people online for a squad. It's yeah, it's really strange. Um, other it's Black good. Ops Four, yeah. Uh, other Black Ops Four news. Um, there's been like some emote peaking problem, um, where people can basically like see better when they use an emote because it zooms out and you can see your character. Um, but they're uh, apparently patching that out, and I think they've actually maybe even patched it out already. So it's not a problem anymore. Um, Senran Kagura, uh, the game, new game uh, Burst Renewal, which is coming out on PlayStation 4, has ha- had its uh, intimacy mode removed from the game on PS4, and the game's been delayed as a result of this. <laughs> I, I mean, I haven't looked into this right, but I can only imagine the intimacy mode is like the sort of pervy mode <laughs> in the game. So, yeah, okay. Like... You, you don't go in for games like this. Uh, Fred might be interested in that. What game is it, sorry? Games. Senran Kagura. Ah, no. <laughs> if you can't play it, it, don't play it. I don't know if you remember the game, but there was one of these that came out on the 3DS, and like on the front box art, it's basically just a giant pair of boobs. <laughs> like I don't know if you've ever seen it like coming out of the shop or anything, but it's just a giant pair of boobs. So it's just, it, it, 
like you see it and you're like, holy fuck, what's this doing? Like, why is this on a Nintendo platform? Like, what? Um, GTA V's getting a feature documentary made about it called The Billion Dollar Game. And it's coming out, I think it's coming out next year. Cool. I'll, I'll watch it. It'll be interesting. I still won't ever need to go back and play GTA V, but yeah, that's fine. Um, Sega's come out and spoken about that they want to do uh, simultaneous video game releases worldwide. Uh, I think this is this should really be the industry standard at this point, like, and how they're not at that point yet is, I mean, a lot of pe- a lot of games are, like, certainly same day at least. Um, but there are odd games that crop up that the UK gets them two or three days later, or America gets them two or three days later, that sort of thing. Um, time wise, is the difference though? Like, they need to decide on like a universal time that they're releasing them at. Because a lot of the time you like you you'll know yourself from going on to try and like download a game on Xbox and like it won't be available to us till midnight. But somebody in Australia's already been playing it for six hours, that type of thing. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. Or and, um, like this week, I bought it digital, Black Ops, mm-hmm. and they released it early um, for physical, mm-hmm. which I was fine with because then it allowed you to install it. But people with fast internet were getting the game the, the a day early installing it and they were playing it straight away. Mm. Now, that's not fair to digital owners because it's like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Your big thing yeah. is the minute that this game's live, you say I should be able to play it and that's the advantage over buying physical. Mm. But every every other fucker on my friends list is playing it just now that bought it physical. Mm. So um, if they're going to do that, and allow the physical copies to be sold early. They shouldn't have the public servers available until digital unlocks or unlock digital the minute the first few waves come. I know it's probably programmed that the game doesn't unlock to midnight. Mm. I'm sure yeah. you could change that. Like if you're allowing physical guys to play it, you need to just lock down the servers because it was so many folk on Twitter pissed off. I wasn't overly bothered, but I can't. I, mean, I, I was opened it up at like six o'clock. So even even game was it allowed to sell it at six yeah. o'clock? They could have just had the game go live at six o'clock for anybody like that has that owns the game. I think that would have been the fair thing to do. Yeah, but who knows? Like I don't. They need, yeah, they need to. I can see why it, people it's, it, it's not a big issue to me, but it, yeah. it, it is an issue and it needs to be resolved some way or mm. other. Um, Sonic news now. A Sonic double pack has been outed for the Switch, which uh, is basically going to contain. Sonic Forces and Sonic Mania. I believe it's the Sonic Mania Plus version that's got all the DLC in it. Um, it's going to have both the games in it on Twitch. Um, so yeah, that's going to be interesting to buy. Like, I don't. Do you think they'll put this in like a single box, or do you think it'll be like a double box? Uh, it'll be a single box. So that will be interesting because I think that'll be the first game. Because you would imagine this... Do you think they'll put it on one cart, though, or it'll be on two carts? That's, that is an interesting one. For the Switch, two carts it would need to be. Because I would think it would be two carts, yeah. Because, like... I mean, Sonic Sonic uh, Forces will be, like... I don't know, 10, 15, 20, me- 20 gigs, something like that. And I know Mania is a lot smaller than that. It's maybe, like, 5 or 6 gigs. But, um, but if they've already pressed all the copies of Forces onto... Like the carts, then they're already good to go. They just need to print their sleeves. Um, so I think they would just like make a uh, make a new box that had two cart holes in it, which I think which would be the first one that had that. Um, but that's just a kind of rumor just now that's been leaked by uh, Amazon Italy. Um, I think that should come out this year. To be honest, to hit at Christmas, 
get Sonic games on the shelves and whatnot. I think that's when that's going to hit. Like, probably November. Maybe December. I won't pick this up. I mean, I'll buy it because it's one of them things. I just need to collect it. I have. I just have to get it. I haven't bought my Mania Plus actually yet. Um, I didn't even do the upgrade for it. Like, uh, but I will buy it at some point because I did buy Sonic Mania twice on PS4 and Switch. Both like, well, I got the digital copy on PS4, and then I bought obviously the special edition on on the Switch. So it kind of bugs me that I bought the PS4 one because like. I have to now for my collection buy the uh, the physical plus version. But yeah, hey yo. Uh, there's been a PS4 message hack which allegedly bricks your console. Um, it didn't like I, I kind of looked into this a bit more and it didn't actually brick anyone's console. Like what it did was it kicked it into like a sort of state of confusion and you didn't actually have to like factory reset your console like uh, the people that were complaining about it on Twitter did. Um, you could get around it in another way and Sony explained on uh, on like a Twitter post how to get around it and they've since patched out like they've they've since resolved the issue so that it's no longer a, a thing but uh, basically if you do have a message which is like some random thing just log into your app first and delete the message before you look at it on your PS4 as long as you don't look at it it's fine but it's strange that that could even happen in the first place. But Sony's patched it now anyway, so it wouldn't be able to brick any news console. Um, okay, so... And I think they patched it in the back end, so it wasn't like a thing you need to download or anything. It was to do with like their network. Um, okay, so... Fortnite had a weird thing this week where uh, they had a gifting system which was leaked by somebody that had a hacked copy of the game. I'm like, okay. Do you want to buy things for your friends and... No, I don't even want to buy things for myself. No, no exactly. I mean, um, Black Ops 4's physical launch sales are the lowest a Call of Duty game has seen for a decade. So that's since Modern Warfare 3, I think it is. Um, in fact, no, no, like, uh, it would be even before that, because Modern Warfare 3 was, like, less than a decade ago. Anyway, uh, lowest they've seen in a decade, and uh, they, oh, they were 10% of, uh, of the sales for Modern Warfare 3. But this has to reflect the fact that it's online only, like a lot of physical buyers will be the campaign only and offline players, even in this day and age, and we had a big discussion, but we're not going to pull into it, but at the end of the day, this is the way most games are going to be heading. Look at Rainbow Six. For these type of games, totally agree, yeah. For like the games as a service, um, like online focused games, yeah, I mean, people, and, and especially games like this, that people will play for a year. They're not going to be buying this and then trading it in two weeks uh, for the, the for the people that will play it a lot like they they will hold on to the game for years yes and they'll play it for years um which well, is the, but the the, one of the pre-order bonuses is testament to that andy that black mm-hmm. ops last black ops is four years old now and mm-hmm. one of the pre-order black bonuses was a brand new map pack for black ops 3 nice for, so um, you know, so that just shows you how yeah. long these games last, and I guarantee Black Ops Three still has an online base for another year or two, maybe longer. Yeah, I mean, I don't know now that Black Ops falls out, it'll, it'll wane. But um, but yeah, black sales of so this is physical sales in the UK only um of Black Ops Four were down fifty percent on last year's game World War Two, and fifty nine percent down uh, against uh, Black Ops Three. But again, and and so and they were ten percent of the sales of Modern Warfare Three. 
Um, Eurogame or did say that they have the exact sales figures, which I assume are including the digital ones, but they're not allowed to make them public. So they will be getting them from, you know that website that we were part of? Yeah. The game industry like news thing? They'll be getting them from that, but they'll not be allowed to like talk about them. So well, we could probably log in and get that. <laughs> but if we were part of the paid side of it. Yeah, that's but, true. That's the sneaky thing. It's for gaming press but then there's a paid mm. side to get the exclusive access and it's like yeah so we've got access to a lot of emails and stuff for developers and personal mm. emails and things like that but we don't have access to like figures and facts and stuff because it, yeah. you have to pay a subscription so obviously uh, none of that includes any of the digital sales but activision has come out and said that black ops 4 is their most successful digital game ever um and it's had it's like on steam it's done incredibly and on PS4 and, and Xbox One, it's done it done better than uh, like last year's game and whatnot. So, uh, so the digital has definitely made up a good chunk of that, but probably not all of it. I got it, and Tasha's claimed it as this was a third anniversary, roughly when this came out. Mm. Well, yeah, it was like two days before it came out, and she mm. said, "Yeah, you can get it." So, she's the worst uh, anniversary gift she's ever given me because <laughs> I'm never never off. <laughs> So the, uh, the in the top ten for uh, for last week was uh, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, Super Mario Party, Spider Man, Forza Horizon Four, WWE Two K Nineteen, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, FIFA Nineteen, Black Ops Four. Um, I mean, you can only imagine like the bottom ones on that list like falling off, and the other ones all staying in there like till the end of the year. At this point, like you'll get Red Dead comes in, you'll get Battlefield comes in, and that's it. <laughs> that's your top ten for the rest of the year, like guaranteed. Oh, cool. Um, okay, so we need to go away from the whole discussion that we had. Oh my god, <laughs> it was a long discussion. Um, I did think it was funny, like, uh, that uh, John from VGO uh, tweeted like out a picture of him installing Black Ops 4, and on his disc there was 198 megabytes, and then the download was like 50 gig. Mine didn't say that though, like, mine just said like installing, and it was like yeah, just, but- a, 50, just a 50 gig. So I don't know if it's different in the in the UK or like in Europe from what it is in America. Yeah, because it might very well be that like it is on it is pressed on on the disc in in Europe because of like languages and stuff like that. But in in America, yeah, one hundred ninety two megabyte on the disc. Because <laughs> I, I looked at mine, and I'm like, I want like just to see it, just to see it happen, and it was it didn't say that. Um, yeah, we talked about that Uber Eats thing already, and we talked about the controllers. Um, oh, uh, Xbox One backwards compatibility, Crisis 1, 2, and 3. Available now? Yeah. Would you play Crisis? Uh, no, I didn't like it. No, I mean, either. I think I played Crisis 3 when, like, on PS3. I didn't, it was not my cup of tea. I'm sure we got it free on Plus, like... At one point, and I'm sure I tried to play it like online or some shit and didn't like it, so that's not one for me. Um, oh, you posted about the Spider-Man DLC, which comes out a week today. And, yes. Uh, so I'm still kind of playing Spider-Man, so I'll, I'll definitely jump in at that. I think you should as well. Um, the three new Spider-Man suits that are coming with it as well. I will, I will the... probably play it, but like, it's probably going to be like, not for very long. I'm I've I've platinum the game. Like I'm king of yeah. Spider Man. So like um what um my, I, I know what a lot of my gaming is gonna go into. And Spider Man I will I don't think it's gonna be anywhere near like it's gonna be a short five hour maybe, four hour. 
yes. uh, to polish if it that, all off. If yeah. that, I'm not a big fan of Black Cat and see what it looks like. The DLCs, if you look at the, the shaded out, like because this one is the city that never sleeps, this one's the heist, then it's um, Turf Wars, and it looks like the Kingpin, and then the last one, it's Silver Sable. I'm not interested in the last, the first one and the last one. And the middle one sounds as if you're going to have to be putting out gang wars on other sides of the city and stuff. Hmm. This one, I'm, <laughs> this one I'm really interested in because like, I really like Black Cat. Like, Black Cat's fucking cool. Um, and this, the suits that they're giving you are actually pretty sweet. Like, there's a Spider UK one, which has, like, a Union Jack on it. And there's some, like, weird new design suit that I, I don't recognise. And then there's a, a really cool Scarlet Spider one. I think they call it the Scarlet Spider 2. Like, if that means it until you look from the comics. But uh, that, like, it looks really sweet to me, that, that one. So, like, I'm, I'm definitely going to uh, download it and check it out. Um, and we'll, that'll be next Tuesday. Yeah. So probably talk about that in two weeks' time. Um, there's a Why are you off next week? Uh, no, no. Like, I just mean, like, I don't know that I would necessarily get to play it on Tuesday. No, like, maybe neither. I'm not so, off on Tuesday. Yeah, See so. <laughs> So probably two weeks time we'll have played played through that. Um, there's a the, the BBC reported on this, which I, was kind of why I posted it because like the BBC's kind of clutching its straws to just pick up the biggest piece of gaming news they can find, even if it's not big, because this is not a big gaming news thing. Um, but yeah, basically Epic are suing a guy who cheated at Fortnite and made YouTube videos about it and sold the uh, and sold the cheat codes essentially. Like mm-hmm. for about a hundred and fifty dollars, I think it was. So he's selling them like on some website. So they've done like a cease and desist to him, and they're trying to sue him over it. Um, fair enough for them to sue it. I don't know why the BBC's reporting on it. <laughs> like, epic are suing a Fortnite YouTuber. Fuck off. <laughs> like, give me actual gaming news, BBC, or don't bother. Like, this is just this is a pile on. Like, oh, it's the biggest game right now. Uh Fortnite. Oh, what new story can we dig up about today? cool because this i mean this type of thing like is like a footnote on a game website where we're getting all the news about like the latest games coming out and release dates and new trailers and stuff and yeah bbc are like ah epic suits fortnite youtuber fuck off (laughs) um dragon quest 10 might come out to the uk as an offline version which is a strange one because it's like a mmo yeah like okay so how do you retool that into like a normal rpg what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't think that's going to work, but fair enough. Well, Elder Scrolls um, Online could work offline easily. It could, yeah, but like I don't think it would be the same. Like it at would all. be. So I've not know. played with a friend on it once and enjoyed every well, minute. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, that, it depends. I, I haven't played Dragon Quest Ten, so I don't know what it's like. Not Dragon um, Quest Ten, but Elder Scrolls anyway could yeah, work yeah, yeah. easily. Yeah. It, it wouldn't have. It wouldn't be as good though. Like I don't think. Like I don't think you're gonna have the same experience. What Elder Scrolls? No, that don't. However, so. not, I've not done one group thing. I've not talked to played in the game. I've just seen them. It's not an experience one bit. I disagree. Yeah, but once you once you got to like the later game content, like you'd have to, False, like, to do because they've got and stuff like that. You'd have to like team up with people. No, nope. that's they've the, got the new system in. Designed around. But they've got the new system in where you can do the whole thing yourself. Hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah. Take out later dungeons. Know. That's what yeah. we do. Like, see the dungeons you're talking about that are in some. Yeah. I think there might be some in Elder Scrolls actually never said it. But there is a system Pro- now. Yeah. So there's probably so, some of them in ten in Dragon Quest ten as well. Just take it out. Take it out. Yeah. If the uh, story's good one, enough. Yeah. Not one for me anyway, Dragon Quest ten. 
Like Dragon Quest Eleven, though, I might I might get because it looks good. But I don't have time for a big RPG right now. So, um, Mega Man Eleven was uh, developed by Just Forty staff, and staff were very clear on their own responsibilities. I, I mean, I think I'm surprised that it's developed by so many people. Like, given the type of game it is and how it looks, I would have thought that was a team of about twenty. But it it does look good, and like the demo I played of it was fun. Hundred eighty two dollars uh, pounds for so is that for the Mega Drive thing? Yeah, that's expensive, man. Like if it works with th- if it works with thirty two X cards, then it's worth it. I think. See when you see when you think about it though, it's all hardware. So, so does it have no controller? You get, you can add the controller at a discounted price, but I'm going to choose the option without controller because I'm going to get those Sega ones. Yeah. The, the controller's like $24. It's not a dear controller. So you get a dip. And so, so I'd imagine $20. What's that like? Oh, so, 15? but yeah, it's not it's not an official controller, though, is it? No, it's the blue wireless yeah. one. So, I, right. like, see that price? Might seem steep. To me, that's the price the Mega Drive came out at. Hmm. Roughly. It was about £200 when I bought it. The Mega Drive 2. And, like, or maybe it was 150 but still, it's, you're paying for what you get. It's a fresh little, okay, the, Adds maybe about forty quid to that. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. But I, I don't think it's totally unreasonable. I think it's maybe a bit much. Like, but it is a very specialist market, and like, I'd imagine it's based on how many like they reckon they're going to sell. Because uh, the technology behind this, like, you, it's probably like proprietary essentially. Um, Fifty dollars so is your shipping. So. Oh yeah, that well, that's a lot of shipping. Like, and but obviously, so it's, it's going to be. DHL, not, not heavy, but it'll, yeah, it'll be coming from America and that. So, yeah, okay, fair enough. I see the I see the price behind it, but uh, yeah, it's not one I need to get like absolutely day one. So maybe they'll get a UK distributor for it, and that'll come down the shipping. No, they won't. They just distribute yeah. themselves. Uh, the yeah. team was. I, was um, I mean, sometimes sometimes these companies make deals with like Amazon and things like that to like support the products and stuff. So who who knows what can happen with that in six months, a year's time? Because obviously, it's not coming out till next year. So. Like next March or something. I'm not like I was looking at it just now and it's pre-ordered yeah. and stuff like that. But they want payment up front and I can't use PayPal credit yeah. just now, so that they're not getting that from me just now. I'm gonna have to no, put money. No. I'm gonna have to put money away for a, a few months, but I I think that's reasonable for the amount of use that it'll get. Because I'm kind of collecting and I'm now got a second wave of collecting stuff I want for my Mega Drive, and mm. I will never need to buy another Mega Drive after this. It cannot get better than this version. Like that's just how it is because it's made with hardware like and it's like up to date current hardware with an HDMI port yeah yeah I mean it looks great to be fair like I I love their website how it says the con it's so cool to be this good takes (laughs) analogue yeah have you seen the website yeah yeah, yeah. I was having a look at it there yeah I actually really like the design of the console as well, not so much the controller, like the controller I can take or leave it, but the actual, uh, I mean it's made by 8-bit though, so it's going to be alright. I'm not yeah, getting the controller. But if I'm you're getting get... these other ones, you don't need it. No, I don't need it, I wouldn't use it, so, 8-bit though, it's a decent enough controller, high quality, M30. it's the M30 mm-hmm. one, and like it's 2.4G wireless, mm-hmm. you see, fine, but I'm getting the, the wired one specifically for this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nice. So, yeah. Uh, I, I like the actual design of the control. It looks really good. And have you seen that there's three different versions of the con? There's the European, US, and Japanese version. You can choose whatever and the white version. Cool. 
I, I don't know that I would necessarily want the white version. That looks a bit odd, but the, I've ordered uh, just the EU version. But yeah, then the EU version is the one I go for. Yeah, but then the USA one with the red and white looks like a. Our one's just the, the two white bits, and it's kind of like a grey, almost gun metal-y. And oh, then the okay, jacket. Yeah. So I the, wouldn't the, get that one then, I would get the red one. Like the red Because it runs just off a standard USB, so you just put mm. it in a plug. Yeah. Um, cool. And it look, is it just me, or can you see the Japanese one? It looks a bit on the side, but I could be wrong. That might be the Mega CD. That'll probably be a Mega CD connector, but yeah. Mm, yeah, that's a, that would be the Mega CD. CD connector. But yeah, oh cool. Awesome. Uh, I, I really like the design, that's really nice. Oh, nice, nice, here's nice. a nice thing, Andy. Sega Master System cartridges with included cartridge adapter. Oh, so the Master System cart is included. Master System yeah, included. The one for the that's Game cool. Gear and see the Master System cards mm. requires analogue cartridge adapters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adapter. Mega C D requires original Sega C D region free. And it's got scanline options, scalar, horizontal, vertical. This yeah, is yeah, amazing. Yeah, this is amazing. Nice. So yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that um, for when it's coming out. Um, okay, uh, just to wrap up the other news, uh, open world Pokemon games still on the cards. I imagine next year's one's going to be like that. Um, however, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee is going to have 151 post-game master trainers, basically Which one for cool. each Pokemon. Which yes, gives you so, stuff to do after the game, and it's new things that you didn't have in the old games, isn't it? Yes, so basically what they're going to have is like Bulbasaur's first Pokemon. He'll challenge you to train a Bulbasaur to fight him, and then there'll be an Ivysaur trainer, and he'll mm. like be the master Ivysaur trainer, so you've got 151 challenges to beat, so you have to get every Pokemon, which is your aim anyway, and you can now, you don't I think there might be some trading, but I think you can mostly get them, because you can transfer them from Pokemon Go, but like... Um, that that gives you an incentive to try out every single Pokemon, which is cool in a way because mm. sometimes, who who uses an Ivysaur when you can upgrade to a Venusaur or who you know Bulbas- like I like this idea. Like, who's, can you imagine the Kakuna Master? You know the thing that just does harden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like Abra, you constantly funny, teleport yeah. out the battle away from each other. <laughs> right. Um, yes, that'd be interesting to do that. I don't know that I'll ever bother getting to that content. Like, I'll probably play through the main game, maybe complete it, but I don't know that I would ever do that. Uh, Bethany might if she gets really into it. Who knows? Um, so, more retro news. We've had a lot of retro news like this week in, in the past couple of weeks. Like, retro's fucking huge right now. Um, so, yeah, Limited Run Games has uh, partnered with uh, Pound Technology, and basically what they're doing is they are uh, bringing out a PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2 HDMI cable. So this is a cable which plugs straight into your uh, your console. Uh, it's just a cable, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it looks like just a cable. Yeah, so it plugs into your console and it will be able to output to HDMI. Nice. Brilliant. Uh, it's been something that I, I think you, you've been playing on a PS2 recently. And, uh, yes. And the picture's awful on it, really. It's terrible <laughs> through Scott, yeah. so this could be something I would use, because I've got the the Wii HDMI one. I can't, Wii, Wii 2 HDMI is the brand name. It mm, looks like yeah. a, a USB stick, that, and it, it, it improves the Wii phenomenally. Um, but yeah, I could definitely use one for my PS2, but oh man, I can't stop looking at this Mega Drive. <laughs> um Okay, and then just the final article I want to talk about before we move on to what we've been playing, and it'll kind of tie in a bit. So, um, Black Ops 4 um, 
uh, Game Rant basically did a, a wee look at whether or not Black Ops 4's release had hurt uh, PUBG in, their, mm-hmm. in terms of their player base. Um, and they had a look at the like PUBG's figures for uh, concurrent users since uh, since the game released. And uh, PUBG has dropped off by only 4% during Black Ops' opening weekend. So despite the fact that Black Ops done really well like uh, uh, and, and digital and whatnot, and there's a lot of people playing it right now, and PUBG still managed to maintain its uh, a good chunk of its or the majority of its audience. And it's not even like been a big drop because there was a couple of there's been a couple of times like such as in in May 2018, it was a big drop of like 20 percent of of their player base. So uh, so yeah, uh, the guys at PUBG will be will be happy with that, and we're going to talk about that as we talk about Call of Duty just very shortly. Um, so. That's all the news. Finally. Cool. So, I'll let you talk about your other game because I've only played yeah. one game this week, Andy. So, yeah, I've played, I've played a couple of games and like uh, it's ones that I've generally spoken about before. Um, I did pick up Starlink today. Um, it came today. However, it had a 6 gig mandatory download on it. So, I didn't get to play it before the show. because And, and I would have... But my switch was dead. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I am interested in this game now, but no. Mm. See the fact you can, like the deluxe version that gives you everything anyway, and you can mm. play it fully that way. That's tempting to me once it goes in a sale. But what I get put off today was reading a review. It scored like nine out of ten, but mm. I didn't realise you can't get out the ship. And I was kind of hoping for some first person or third person out the ship action when you landed in these. But from what I got from the reviews, was it's basically what No Man's Sky should have been. It's like a cross between No Man's Sky and the original Mass Effect they're talking. Yeah, that is the feeling that I get from it. Um, so I did obviously like take the game out of the box and whatnot and like put it in to do the update and it's like it'll probably be finished by now, but it was the downloading the update like when I came on the show. Um however I did like take out the, the figures and like have a good kinda like fiddle about with them. Um so like the R Wing ship is so fucking cool, mate. <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah, but the Fox awesome. McCloud figure looks like a kinder surprise toy. Um, I would say that's not quite true. Like, did you ever have any of the Hero Clicks figures, like the Marvel ones? Um, no. So, it, like, uh, if you ever had any of those, like, listeners, um, it is kind of similar in like build quality to that. It's absolutely fine. It's pl- it is plastic, but it's totally fine. Um, but the ship looks amazing, and like all the clip-on stuff seems to. F- Function totally fine, and I I don't know how it's going to be like actually clipping stuff on and off because like it's quite tight at the moment like actually clipping stuff on and off. But that's probably just because it's new and unused, but I don't know. Like uh, I'll see how it works in game once I'm actually using it and changing stuff over to see how good it is and how durable it is. Because that's my one kind of fear. Because like the Skylanders ones and that had the swappable parts were really durable because they were just magnets and yeah. you could chuck you could chuck them off and throw them about. But these ones have like little like uh, almost like circuit boards that attach into the, yeah. into the wee docks so like I don't know how quite durable that's going to be the one thing that does interest me in getting the toy is that if you move the toy the ship transforms in game mm. yeah, like if you move a, the wings up it transforms yeah. and there's a few like movable parts on, on like the R wing and it, it just looks fucking amazing and it's it's huge honestly huge it's quite light but like big <laughs> like i'm really impressed by the by the ship the pilot the pilot goes in like inside the ship when you put it on the controller dock thing so it it just it all fits together nicely and 
the, it's like a Joy-Con holder essentially that you put the Joy-Cons into but again I didn't actually get to play with it because the game wasn't installed so I'll, I don't I'll know. be talking about that more next week and I'll, I'll let you know like yeah. all that how it is but you understand yeah, my disappointment when I was I heard that yes you can fly straight to the planet but then you're in your ship you can't leave um, it I don't necessarily mind that because like I'm kind of treating this like a Star Fox game and like, apparently if you treat it like you... that it's the best way in this version it's the best version because obviously you can go Star Fox and extra mm. stuff so you can play the whole game as a Star Fox game but apparently if you play it as a standard soldier the story's actually bollocks but if you're playing as Fox McCloud it's got like lines of dialogue and it's got other Star mm. Fox characters so it feels like the best Star Fox game that isn't a Star Fox game unfortunately yeah. PS4 and Xbox owners will not get to experience that but yeah. um, how have this they, is... like, I haven't really looked into it but like, how have they covered that in reviews Like, have they done it as like a separate review I would I would have to treat it as a separate review because playing it yeah. through as that's a whole different game in the R wing yeah. yeah and it's different like different like story dialogue and stuff like that in it as yeah. well so yeah I think they, they would have to kind of treat it as a separate game and review it twice um, but yeah I guarantee you this sells more on Switch than it does anywhere else uh-huh. like 100% and like I was interested in the game when they announced it before like they even spoke about about Star Fox but again specifically for the Switch version um, because like that's just where I would play this type of game but yeah with uh, with adding Star Fox in I'm like fucking that is yeah I'm absolutely sold on getting well, on Switch and... I use Nintendo Life a lot their website's quite good and Nintendo review said it's the best Star Fox game Lilac Wars nice See, I'm really looking forward to playing that, and I'll I'll give it a bash tomorrow because I want to. Um, although I'll probably generally play it in like tabletop or or maybe handheld mode. In fact, I don't know how it works with that. Maybe you can't play it in handheld, but I'll I'll find I'll find out and and see what the deal is with that. But um, but I want to start it on the big TV. Like it's the first game in probably since Zelda that I've gone or Mario even that I've gone. Yeah, I want to like at least start off playing this game on on the big screen. To see how it like looks on the big telly, definitely really to compare it to No Man's Sky. Partly, uh, the difference between Xbox, PS4, and Switch is not really noticeable. They said like mm. this is one game that's on multiple consoles that the Switch doesn't suffer. They said it's either the the engine running it's really optimized, or <coughs> it's just a testament to the Switch. Nice. Yeah, I look forward to talking about that more uh, next week. Um, so other updates are just really games that I've talked about in the last couple of weeks. Um, I did jump back into Spider-Man a little bit. Um, so just an update as to where I'm at with that. I've now polished up almost everything. I've only got two Taskmaster challenges left to do, as well as some of the random like crimes and stuff like that. Uh, I've done all the Sable missions and all the uh, demons and Fisk hideouts and stuff. So that's all done, and I'll, get, I'll, I'll look to be doing those two... Taskmaster missions, which are both stealth ones that I don't particularly like. Um, there's one I got actually stuck at because it's one of the ones where you really have to use a gadget, which is just annoying. Because um, you know how in the stealth ones, like if someone spots you, this mission failed and you need to start again. Well, I use gadgets has... for most of them. See, like the. Mm. I would throw like a, a web grenade and get one at the wall and then just run down and punch another guy because you can hit yeah. the last guy. Yeah, yeah, so like this one has like two guys up on a roof and like if you take one out in any way from any distance then the other guy sees it. So you need to you need to like take Some one of them out I had to take it from a different 
some of them I had to take from a different position than when it started you in. Some of them I had to go around the other side to get the right viewpoint. Yeah, um, yeah. Like there was one that was at like the docks and there was two guys like underneath the stairs. And I'm like, how the hell did I get them from here? And yeah. I played them all in the, the noir suit, by the way, with like yeah. um, the stealth stuff on. But like, yeah, yeah, they're challenging. I did find them a bit better because there was more variety in them than the demon headquarters, which was the same mission 10 times over. I mean, I didn't mind that because I, I really like the combat in the game, so like I've not minded any of the combat fights uh, at all, or even the regardless of you minding it, it is repetitive. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I have not found it repetitive because I've because I've enjoyed the combat so much. I, I could do hours and hours and hours of just playing that combat, no but problem. It is repetitive. It's the same. It's the same warehouse you get into. Like no matter what building it is, it looks like the same warehouse. Like you could go in the top of an office and it opens up the same level. <laughs> You know, I haven't even noticed that, but like, see, because I've just been like killing the guys, um, or taking them out. Like, I've had so much fun just fighting them all. Like, yeah, I don't mind that at all. If it's the same environment, cool. I just yeah. try and get it done as quick as possible. Pull the bookcases down the minute there's a load under. Bang, yeah. bang, bang. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I'm going to try to finish up those last two Taskmaster challenges. Um, this week and then uh, and it means that I've just got those crimes left to do and then when the DLC comes out then whilst I'm zipping about between the DLC like I'm not doing any fast travelling so I can just pick up whatever crimes pop up in amongst doing, doing that. I assume it's going to be in the same city so the challenge the, uh, the See the question is are you playing as Black Cat in this year? I think so but I'm not 100% on that Like, So it's doing what Arkham City did like 10 years ago yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It did look. I got that impression from the trailer because I mean, you play as like Mary Jane and that in the in the main game, so yeah. But yeah, there'll be more involvement with Black Cat, surely. Like she's can... yeah, she'll be able to fight. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll we'll see on that one. Um, side note with the uh, Taskmaster, when yeah. he came to fight me, I beat him straight away. Oh, no, that's the first one. Time. That's easy. Yeah, the it's, the, it's, the, it's the final. When you've done all these challenges, right. if you lose, he says, do my challenge again. So try not try not to lose the first time. I would put quad damage on 100%. Um, and, like, because if he beats you, you then have to go and get another trophy in one of his challenges before he'll try and fight you again. Right. I've got a few that I've only got, like, one star, like one star in sort of thing. So I can easily go back and get them up to two stars, no problem. And I think I'll probably need to do that for, for unlocking, a, like, the last couple of suits. The so last got... suit? The last suit you have to... Get, one of them, you see all the photos? Hmm. You have to... The hidden photos, you, I don't know if you've got the no, suit attachment. You have to get all 50 of them to get the university. Do you need that for the trophy? No. Okay, I don't need to do that. You don't need to. You don't need to gold star taskmaster. Yeah, but I need. Uh, I've got. I think I've got three star, uh, three tokens right now, and I need another seven to buy both the suits that I've still got to buy, and I need those for the for the trophy. But anyway, that's my Spider Man update. I'll talk more about it next week. Um, it's just the purchable suits for the trophy, the ones that yeah, you can yeah. buy. Yeah, it's not so the earnable two, ones. Yeah, so I've got two left to do that, um, and I need the tokens to get that science seven yeah seven more tokens so i need to go back and do a couple of the, the ones more anyway to get a couple more tokens um anyway um aside from that assassin's creed odyssey uh, update on that um, i'm now about 12 hours in i think and uh, i'm really enjoying this game like this right now to me is the best assassin's creed game since black flag um 
is it better than Black Flag? It might be better than Black Flag. Like, and I'm not even joking by that. <laughs> they've they've managed to do, um, they've managed to get a perfect mix between Assassin's Creed Two Three Brotherhood, like that that style of game, and like Black Flag and Origins. So they've taken everything that was great about those games and chucked them all in together and made a fucking amazing game so far. Um, the Cassandra is the best protagonist they've had since Ezio. Like, hands down. 100%. Um, I did go and watch some gameplay of uh, Alexios, who's the like male version, and because uh, I wanted to see the, the game running on the Switch in Japan. And it looks like it runs absolutely fine, just obviously like it's the graphics are slightly downgraded, but it looks like it runs fine, so that's cool. Um, but the dialogue is identical, um, and everything about it is identical, but the delivery of the, the dialogue and uh, what's said and whatnot is uh, totally different. <laughs> Alexios is like voice actor's shit for me, and I don't think it fits with the with the character at all. But like playing as Cassandra and like the the voice actor they've cast for her is amazing, and she's so funny and like. It, it reminds me of like of Ezio like how good a character like Ezio was is like how good a character Cassandra was because I mean it, like Edward was alright and like Connor was shit and Hatham was shit and uh Evie and Jacob were eh alright and uh Bayek was pretty cool I liked Bayek but like Cassandra's brilliant like she's so funny and it's a really really well done character and the motivations they've got for, for her in the game um actually have some weight behind them as well so yeah really really good game so far and um, i've done like the first modern day segment as well where uh there hasn't been any like assassinating or anything like that it was just there's a bunch of easter eggs though i mean there was like mentions of like a bunch of other assassin's Creed stuff no watchdogs yet though so they may be going away from that a little bit um because watchdogs like what's happening with that franchise <laughs> is it dead i don't know but um yeah, really, really enjoying it so far. The ship combat is better than Black Flag. It's much more fun. I always felt Black Flag was too slow, and they've got like a good balance in this. There's no cannons, obviously, because of the time period it's set in. Um, it's like I think you've got uh, spears, like javelins, and uh, and arrows, but no cannons. So you might not like it that because there's no cannons. But there is pirates in the game, Ali. <laughs> There are pirates kicking about that you can go and fight. Uh-huh. Yeah, but yeah, really, really enjoying this game so far. Um, definitely going to be up up there on my on my game of the year stuff. Um, the only thing that I have not liked about it as much as uh, Origins is just the setting. Um, and that's because I'm not as into Greece as what I was into, uh, like Egypt. Because obviously before Origins, like I already liked like reading up about like the pyramids and the mystery and stuff like that behind it. And I don't quite have the same thing with Greece, but it has encouraged me to go and like look up stuff about like Xerxes and like uh Socrates and like all, all these kind of like Greek things that were kicking about back in, in these days. So uh, and I think when an Assassin's Creed game makes you want to uh, go and watch the uh, like movies and TV shows that are about that sort of time period and that type and that area, then that's great. And it makes me want to watch three hundred <laughs> And uh, Jason and the Argonauts is the other one, and that movie's amazing. Have you have you seen that movie? Yeah. No. Jason and the Argonauts is fucking amazing. It's the first movie that they did. Like, no, it wasn't. I don't think it was CG, but it was like stop motion type stuff where they had like skeletons in it. 
they had like live people fighting against like skeletons and it's like it looks dated now but like back then when it came out it was amazing so yeah and it's a really good movie so go watch that Um, apart from that I played PUBG so did Ali yep but I'll so I played two rounds of it tonight and that was really to compare it to Black Ops okay yeah um, this will kind of segue into us talking about Black Ops so um, PUBG is still quite slow and the graphics on it are not that good now the map that I played was uh, one of the newer maps I think it was it was more looking I don't know what it's called but like more looking at green map rather than the desert type map but it was very noticeable to me that the graphics were shit on it like not comically shit but like really blocky textures and like comparing it to like Call of Duty where everything's like polished and pristine and like everything's all textures loaded in and everything like that and uh, everything's really well made and like playing PUBG compared to that with the graphics I'm like this doesn't look right it looks like an early access game still even though it's not in early access anymore on Xbox it's in full release mm. so that was kind of a bit jarring actually to me to play that but uh, gameplay wise it's just the same it's it's absolutely fine it works great and uh, it's, it's slower paced than, uh, than Black Ops 100% even though Black Ops does have a bit of a slow pace. It encourages you more to go seeking out other players and other stuff. Whereas PUBG, you're totally fine, and it does it doesn't push you to go apart from with the the circle coming in. Obviously, it doesn't push you to go and like look at other things. You just you can go get your stuff, hunker down, and just wait for the circle or like go to wherever the circle is. It doesn't say, oh, why don't you have a look at that thing over there, or like there might be some interesting thing over there apart from like uh, the apart from the weapons and stuff like that and there's no like interactivity with any of the map at all like which is something that's different that we'll talk about in a minute with Black Ops um, so so yeah I don't know I think <laughs> I, I think that uh, Call of Duty might have out PUBG PUBG so you voted wrong so uh, yeah I kind of like it's changed my vote at this point now. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. It's a shame I, I, because I, did, I enjoyed I, PUBG. To, to be fair, I did still enjoy like when I was playing PUBG, and I was playing on my own, which inherently is less fun than when you're playing with with friends. But I think like the way that Call of Duty's done it again, that we'll talk about in a minute, is kind of better than like what PUBG's doing right now, and like PUBG's going to have to change a lot to like. Or, or refine what they're doing to uh, be able to compete with with Black Ops. So so yeah, let's uh, let's talk about Black Ops. So you you picked this up and got it first. You've put in fucking loads of time to it already. <laughs> like just under twenty four hours, and it only came out <laughs> like, Friday. Um, like oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, what you're referring to isn't Black Ops. You're referring to the Blackout mode in Black Ops. Mm. So what I want to do first is cover some of the other modes quickly. So, you know, if you listen to this show that I don't hate Call of Duty, but I'm not a big fan. I'm not like, I have to get it midnight every year. Mm-hmm. Um, some take my fancy, some don't. Like World War Two, I've not got, I, I, I'm not interested in World War Two, World War One, blah, blah, blah. It's not that I'm not interested. I've played it all on the PS2. I didn't need it again. I played some on the PS3. I don't need it again this 
generation. I like mm. sort of present day modern warfare, if you will, pardon the pun, mm. or like slightly slight future like this is. So um obviously it was an inverse present like I talked about earlier and there's no campaign. Now I'm not the biggest fan of the campaign, Infinite Warfare campaign I really liked. Mm. Um because of the side quests and stuff. Mm. Um uh, the campaign like Apart from Modern Warfare, I can't think of a campaign that I really remember a lot. Maybe Ghosts, like Advanced Warfare, as much as I enjoyed it at the time, I can't remember it now. Yeah, Do you know, last, so. last year's Call of Duty, like, I played the campaign, it was really shit. Like, it was a real, like, it was Band of Brothers, but, like, yeah. not as well done as, like, that type, or Saving Private Ryan. Like, it was that sort of story, but not as well done as those like movies and all the many, many, many War Water movies that have been around over the years yeah. and TV shows. No one near as good as them, so like, the story really fell flat for me. It was really shit. Yeah, so like I said, before I start this, not the biggest Call of Duty fan. Never liked the Black Ops game, really. And not really a big online gamer. Um, mm-hmm. This has changed a few of those things. <laughs> um, so... Saying it doesn't have a campaign is unfair, right? Mm-hmm. This game, it's not called a campaign, but it has story, right? It's just delivered in a different way. It's not like, here's your mission offline with troops and scripted moments, and then you get a cutscene, which is how a campaign usually is in Call of Duty. It's like, mission level one, do this. And it's mm-hmm. kind of training ground for online, as you know. Like, it's basically, right, we need to get yeah. to, get get to here and hold the point. So you're learning about Capture the Flag, and then it's like, kill all the other guys. That's Team Deathmatch. So you are learning. It's training ground, regardless of if it's hidden behind cutscenes, right? So this has something called Specialist HQ, which they've not really talked about. Now, Hmm. I know bits of the Black Ops story, because I have played them all, except the second one, I think. Um, And like this one's set after 1 and 2, because like I said, they said there's no campaign. They didn't lie, but there is a story. So Specialist HQ is basically this woman that's rounding up the best of the best sort of merc kind of guys, mercenaries. And that's your specialist. There's 10 in the game so far. They're going to be adding more. Um, and basically, you've got 10 levels. They're not really levels. They're not delivered in that sort of way. But you choose your specialist. And basically, it's like a tutorial. You've got the guys telling you how to use your like special attacks, like sending out the dog, like using this big Thor's hammer is the best way to describe it. Using the drones and stuff. Like depending on what you are, like firebreak I like going, so it's teaching you the flamethrower, teaching you the reactor core. But before these missions and after these missions, it's got cutscenes telling your story or it's showing you like one side of an event that happened and then you play the next operator and it might be the same event from a different angle telling you more about it that it wasn't quite what you thought initially and then it's tying in stuff from the old Call of Duties but it's also peppering in things talking about the zombies mode like trying to tie all the modes together kind of to the main campaigns if you will from the first three games while still telling a story so that's specialist HQ mode, no worries. Um, so after each um, tutorial of how to use your weapons and set up, it then drops you into one of the online modes, but obviously being offline. Well, it's with the bots. It's still online. So it's like Team Deathmatch. Then the next one might be Control. Then it might be Kill Confirmed. Like 
it's basically like your training ground, which I'm sorry, but that's what a campaign mode does. And it's like you can unlock dossiers and stuff and go for different stars. Um, there's 10 to do and there's three levels of stars to get. Now, I just done, done my standard. I just finished them all, got bronze stars and I, I really, really, really liked how the story was going, but I wanted to talk a bit more about that when Andy was in. So, yes, there's no no label for campaign mode and yes, it's not delivered the way a traditional campaign in FPSs has been um, so far, but I don't want to say it is a campaign mode because it's maybe painting it too big a picture, but it also, like I said, tells parts of like, I don't, I don't want to really spoil anything for anybody. And like when I'm saying I don't want to spoil it, but they've said there's not a campaign mode. Does that not say something? I think it does anyway. Um, However, there is a part in it where once you've finished with all 10 specialists, um, you have to get like 10 bronze stars to unlock this cutscene. There is further intel that goes into it more in depth that I've read. Um, However, this is in the Asylum and Mason, Alex Mason, I believe his name is, from the first game, is in a wheelchair and he's talking to... Woods and Woods says all the stuff and like um, Mason's mumbling about something and it's kind of strange I don't so this is a weird bit you back now Andy? Yeah. like I'm trying to dodge spoilers for this not campaign do you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. so when there's not a campaign but there's enough in it that I don't want to spoil stuff hmm. that that should tell you everything it's not a campaign anyway We've got like 10 minutes before I want to go to bed. But like, um, mm. the last scene, Woods tells you not to black out, man. It's you in the box. It was always you. And he writes something on the wall and it comes up and uh, it comes up and writing on the screen saying what was right in the asylum. Go find out. Now the asylum's in blackout mode and also he talks about blacking out and he talks about this stuff about the numbers and... In the blackout mode, when you get in the storm, it's not just an electrical storm like in Fortnite. You actually start seeing the numbers. And I've told Andy and that, and they're probably sick of hearing it, but I'm trying to figure it out, obviously. I'm not going to be the guy that figures it out that goes on Reddit going, how's that internet? I won. Hmm. But someday we'll find out the secret. Because in the yeah. first uh, Black Ops, you're tied to a chair and you're being brainwashed, and it's like sleeper cell code for Woods, uh, for Mason. And it's these numbers. And they're also in the loading screen with the sort of agents issued symbol there's numbers so there's more going on in this and there's obviously something you have to activate to get another event but after that like going into zombies as well like we'll talk briefly about that because I'm not the biggest fan of zombies I'm still not the biggest fan but I enjoyed what we played and there's like different scenarios like in Black Ops 3 it was just like gangster style Chicago and this you've got the Titanic you've got um, the medieval one Andy is it medieval was it medieval (laughs) (laughs) So, like, you get, like, a gladiator arena, and there's a third one as well that we didn't even touch on. I'm not quite sure what that is as well, but there's another um, uh, sort of mode. I don't know if it's Nazi zombies again, something like that. But we didn't really go into zombies too much. Zombies is what you expect, but for me, it's not what I expected. There's more to it, and, like, again, the secrets in zombies. We played more into Titanic, 
the Titanic mission, which was fun, but I think you died too quickly, so they've, they have patched it now, and there's more health in Zombies mode, which I think was badly needed, because yeah, you went down too quickly. Um, I'll let you talk about Zombies more once I've covered all this, but like uh, they've obviously, and I didn't expect this, I thought this was generally just going to be Zombie Blackout mode, and that was it. All the standard multiplayer modes are there, so you've got Team Deathmatch, Kill Confirmed, everything, and it plays just as smooth as anything, so... I have put, like I said, quite a few hours into it, but like, um, I'm not like mega high ranks in any of them. I think I'm like 19 in multiplayer. I'm like level three in um, Blackout, and I can't remember. I don't don't think I got any levels in Zombies, but um, I, I like that they've got all these modes. Like, it feels like a more co- complete Call of Duty, and the fact that they've added these clues in the definitely not campaign mode about other modes makes you want to go and explore those modes to find out more about what happened in these cutscenes. Do you know what I mean? And I'm more than sure that this will unlock more stuff and more cutscenes and like once people find out what the trigger is or the key or the unlock or the secret, like they found things like knocking on a door and a creepy girl comes and stuff like that and then like uh, anyway, right, so they've got standard multiplayer modes, absolutely brilliant. Love it. I love a good game of team deathmatch. Um, zombies is actually okay, and I might dip back into it at some point. But it's more challenging because you've got like zombie tigers coming at you and big giant things and stuff. Um, but uh, the main mode obviously is blackout in this one, which I, I'm I'm more of a fan of Fortnite than PUBG. But I was like a day one PUBG guy. Love on on Xbox anyway, and I love PUBG. Didn't put too much time into it because I don't like multiplayer. This game though has brought me back, and like I said, over the space of what. Four days, 24 hours. So one of those days was spent completely on this time <laughs> added together, yeah. which is nuts. And I've played a good few nights with Fraser, played during the day with Fraser. I like dipping in and out of different game modes. I feel like there's more choice. I almost feel like I've bought three games in one, whereas focusing it's watered down Call of Duty because there's no campaign. How many of those fuckers do you think actually played the campaign? Like, mm. like I know somebody that was complaining about it on my Twitter. I'm not going to name them. But I know fine well they've told me personally that they can't be fucked with Call of Duty campaigns. And they were claiming it was a watered-down Call of Duty. I think more effort's been put into this than any Call of Duty I've played ever. I'm saying that with conviction. So, Blackout Mode, what they've done is they basically, they've got a giant map and some of the multiplayer areas like Nooktown and like Turbine and stuff like that are in this map. Um, These are from old games, yeah. Old Call of Duty, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Nooktown is a classic Call of Duty Black Ops map, and it's a, one of the most popular maps for multiplayer. Deathmatch, Kill Confirmed a lot. Like, it's popular. Um, Nooktown Zombies was in Black Ops 3 as well, I believe. And it's the one with the buses in the middle and the houses, you know, and the sort of dummies in the houses. That There was the thing in Black Ops 3 where if you turned around, they would come at you like, uh, is it the Silent? Not the Silent, the Weeping Angels in Doctor Who. Um, but yeah, th- this mode is so much fun off in your helicopter there's different areas to go the storm comes uh, you have to be fast like playing with Fraser he died quite a few times like spending his time building up his inventory and like this plays like Call of Duty it's fast paced you have to shoot fast you have to think fast there's no fucking around and exploding really um, although it depends where you land like me and Andy did spend a good wee while the other night I'll let you tell all the anecdotal stories like the three of us in the toilet and me trying to spray paint and I sprayed something else. Uh, I threw something else. But like um, we, uh, we've we played quite a bit. We, we cleaned up some zo- there's zombies, which is weird, but I'll let Andy talk more about that. Um, but in general, like I just wanted to give a brief outline of everything. 
I, I love this fucking as a whole package. Like, even if you don't touch zombies, even if you don't play multiplayer, like just the blackout mode itself is really fucking good. But I, I know Andy and uh, Fraser's not as big. He's got it in both consoles, but like Fraser will play more multiplayer and stuff. Andy does. I know everybody likes it, but like blackout's the main reason that everybody's here to play this. But I'm enjoying the full thing, like because when Andy's not there, I'll go and multiplayer and team deathmatch and wait, wait. Or when Fraser's not there, I'll do the same. And then when there's three of us on, when there's only two of you, zombies isn't as fun. But when there was three of us, I enjoyed zombies. So zombies is one more for three or four people, I would say. So that it's it's better. Yeah. Um, blackout, you can play solo, duo, squads, like. <sighs> All these are viable options. I know Andy's played solo himself. They talk about it as well. But like, I absolutely love this game. I love the way that they've delivered the can't call it a campaign, the story, if you know what I mean, by giving you clues for the other game modes to try and fight, figure out stuff. And from what I know in the asylum, Woods did write some stuff on the wall, and I've not been able. We did go to the asylum, but I've not been able to locate it. But apparently, it's only there once you've finished the not story mode, because. Um, oh, okay. Calling that story mode is a disservice because it isn't like an eight hour or mm. whatever. Call of Duty campaigns are short anyway, but you can finish this maybe in a couple hours, but it gives you enough. It's like a teaser of like, yeah, there's more to this, but you have to go and look at the other game modes to find out the full story. Mm. Like, you know, yeah. I like that. That's trying something new. Yes, it's not a campaign mode, like blockbuster fucking script moments. Like, no, it's not. It's just a tutorial training style mode that makes you better at the specialists because you get to sample them all uh, but it's also cutscenes that really intrigued me and I'm like huh should I play Black Ops 1 to find out more about this guy Black Ops 2 for this guy like because yeah. obviously the characters are in the mall Black Ops 3 is different because it's set after this but um, yeah it's, it's really piqued my interest in this whole story and like it's not something I expected to see from a Call of Duty game of me having to think this much yet I always knew there was secret modes and stuff to do in zombies like do this and this secret place activates and you can get this secret mode but to actually do it with a story and like I read the comics the five of the ten that's available just now and I absolutely loved them like it was cool to get the backstory like I, I really love Firebreaks like they're all available on the Call of Duty website you read them online or you can download them as a PDF which I would recommend because you're not having to scroll down a website to read them. You can actually number your Kindle app or whatever. Um, but yeah, like this game's smooth. Graphics look good. Not too many glitches. Occasionally the game will spaz out and kick you off, but it's one of the smoothest console launches I've ever seen for a uh, nice. There's always a game available. Um, it's never like you're waiting very long. Like yes, there's a loading screen like you're, as standard, so that the game can load the map and the players in. But you're never waiting longer than a minute usually. Um, and yeah, it's just fast paced, brilliant, tense, exciting, slow at sometimes if you're hiding a disabled parking bay. But again, I'll pass it over to Andy for his thoughts about stuff and what he's seen playing with me and Fraser. But what have you found about Call of Duty Black Ops Four No Campaign watered down version? <laughs> So, uh, so let's talk about the other modes. I haven't tried the campaign type mode yet. Um, Not a campaign. I don't know that, or what, whatever. The, what's it called? HQ? Specialist Specialist HQ. Specialist HQ, yeah. I haven't tried Which... that yet. And I mean, it's, it's, like, even from what you've told me about it, it's not really like drawing me to try it, to be honest. I'm like, mm, yeah, it sounds like a training mode. Like Titanfall yeah. 1 had something like that, that had like training mode that you went through. And there was one part that was actually good, and the rest of it was garbage. So this is good not... if you want to learn your specialist, right? But it intrigued me. I'm not trying to yeah. paint it as anything. It's not. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to tell you it is a campaign, but I like the way that it's done this. 
Yeah, I mean, it might, I might dip in at some point just to try it, but like, it's not something that's drawing me. Um, the main multiplayer mode, the norm, sorry, the normal multiplayer mode, again, didn't like it that much. Like playing like team deathmatch, I've played team deathmatch millions of times, and it's just the same. It feels very similar to Infinite Warfare, apart from it doesn't have the wall running, which was really fun in Infinite Warfare. I mean, it was fast, quick pace, and you could jump about and jetpacks and all that, and it was. I loved it. Thought it was brilliant. And um, this doesn't have that, so you don't have that same mobility. It's still fun to slide, but I, I prefer this one to the wall running, the advanced warfare and infinite. I really like do. A, That's just a, a preference. Mm, was it infinite warfare? Actually, it might be an advanced warfare that I played. I can't remember, but whatever one it was that had jetpacks and the wall running that I played a lot of, really liked that. Um, um, it's better than World War Two's in, in <laughs> multiplayer though, because that was slow as shit. Um, because it was World War Two and it had all the World War Two guns, so it's definitely better than that. But I do miss the jetpacks, definitely. Like, and I think that's the one thing that that game mode's missing. Um, I, I think I don't think they'll add them back in though, because I know a lot. It's that's not a popular opinion. The majority of the people didn't like the jetpacks and jumping around and stuff like that. Because I've I've heard so many people talk about it. Ah, oh, I, 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 like I hate the jetpacks. Yeah. Um. Because I played a lot of that, and I don't even know if it was with with you. I don't even think I played it with you particularly, but it was with Fraser and Ian. I think I played a lot with. Mm. But I really liked it. <laughs> and, uh, this one, like, yeah, the team deathmatch is all right. Like, I haven't tried any of the other stuff on the the main one because they will have like the gun game and stuff like that in it. Eh? Mm, they've got every Call of Duty mode you can pro- well that I can think of that I would play. Yeah. So it's all yeah. there, standard mode there. Yeah. So like, I haven't tried any of those yet, but. Like I, I'll, I imagine I'll dip in and out of that from time to time. Um, zombies was all right. Um, I think again, like like you said, definitely needs three plus players, preferably four, so that you can get coordinating properly. Um, I, and and as well, like you said, definitely died too quickly. And the gun prices I felt were too high for getting ammo because I found I was running out ammo all the time. And there's no like well, ammo line about you had to buy it like off of your points that you earn from killing stuff. Yeah, that that standard zombies. There is another one called Rush, right? Where all the weapons are free, and it's more a score based one that I think we should try the next time we play because that yeah. sounds more fun to me as well. Because I hate this like I have to wait about with no ammo and try and punch a zombie to death to get mm, money. Yeah, because that's not fun. Like at no. all, there's no fun whatsoever. Um, but yeah, so like that that mode, I can see the potential in it, um, but it is. Very, very like uh, Killing Floor Two that I've played before. I don't know if you've played that one, but like I did play that. Yeah, it was plus. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it was free on plus, and and like I, I did really enjoy that. But this is just it's kind of the same. But instead of having like big aliens, you've got zombies and like different sizes of zombies. And yeah, okay, like they're there. Like you go go out kill them. Level design is actually good though. I mean, like having to like unlock parts of it and stuff like that, and like that ship one was really interesting. Like running about that and unlocking the, the different doors and stuff like that was interesting. And um, the fact that there is actually progression to the level within the level, it reminded yeah. me of Blood Bloodborne actually, like in that way, because you know in in Bloodborne like or in Dark Souls as well, like the, mm. the levels are all kind of wrapped in wrapped in around each other. So like you would get to like a certain point and then unlock a door. And that would take you back to like a, an earlier point, and it essentially creates a shortcut, so you don't need to go past X, Y, or Z point. So like, it reminded me of that. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff in this, like uh, magical things as well. Like there's like teleport weirdness in it, and <laughs> definitely oh, yeah, not realistic. I, I got the artifact. 
you could teleport. Yeah. Um, I didn't like. I, I kind of thought the ship would sink as well, <laughs> and it didn't. Sure. At any point, maybe it does. Like at the once you beat all, we the never finished it. it yeah. So yeah, um, I, that's why I, I want to keep playing that particular level to see if the yeah. ship sinks, <laughs> and or to see if like you have to go and dive underwater or anything like that. Voyager the Dam, that one is. Right, yeah, Voyager the Dam, which is basically like on the Titanic. Like, it was so, it was more fun than the Gladiator or medieval. I can't remember what it was. The medieval. It was, it was medieval. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I, I did like that one as well. But just uh, like it was, it was kind of like not like. Yeah, I didn't feel as open and exp- you didn't feel like you had to explore as much because it was like you were in a circle in the middle and it went off down tunnels more or less. But then they had Egyptian stuff that was quite interesting, the gladiator arena, which was weird. Yeah, and all all in, wrapped up in a medieval setting. <laughs> so it was medieval. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. Uh, to be fair, like once you're actually in playing it, none of it looks medieval whatsoever. No, <laughs> none of it. <laughs> but but yeah, it was it was fun. Um, however, the the like the thing that I liked the most about like the game was definitely the blackout mode. Like uh, when when first playing this, you jump into it and it is PUBG, hundred percent PUBG first person. Um, however, I do think that this is PUBG refined massively like it's almost like they took it's that formula. PUBG. yeah so they took that formula of PUBG and gave it like the f- fucking spit and polish of its life and uh, like made it look amazing graphically um, with no artifact and, and uh, gave it like obviously the Call of Duty shoot mechanics which are like absolutely perfect like yeah. I mean you can't really get better than like Call of Duty shoot mechanics no like, everybody uh, like everybody can get as good as them for sure, but like no one's any better. Um, than them, and they they are like they set the standard for like, the whole industry for like first person shows. So the the gun combat and stuff like that is absolutely spot on. Like and putting and PUBG's is all right to be fair. Like it's pretty decent, but like it's not as tight as like what it is in in Call of Duty at all. Um, but yeah, like from going back in and playing PUBG tonight, like yeah. comparing it to Call of Duty. I was shocked at how bad it looked graphically. Like the character model is okay, but like I went down onto like uh, to some huts and like all the huts look the same and and they seem really sparse now in terms of what's in them. And then I went down onto like uh, some rocks on a beach and like they're really like clunky textures and they look you know that way where you've got a texture that seems like it's not loaded in, but yeah. it, it's fully loaded in because I spent like a good five ten minutes like at these rocks. And they didn't change, they didn't pop in to like look more realistic. They're just like these curved rocks that are all bloody. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this? Um, but Call of Duty does have barricade bushes. It does have bushes you can't go into, but I mean, have you ever tried to go in a bush in real life? Yes. And it's quite hard to get into a bush in real life. <laughs> I, I haven't done it in the past like 23 years, but yeah, I've done it. Yeah, I mean, you can do it, but, like, it's a struggle, and you need to, like, wiggle in and, and stuff, so, yeah, I can understand why they blocked him out, because in, in Fortnite, like, you can just go into a bush, and, like, you can camp. just go and hide in a bush and camp in a bush, then that's shit for, like, the gameplay experience, because if you get killed by someone who's just hiding in a bush, that's crap. Like, you don't enjoy that. Um, so I can understand completely why they've went, yeah, no, just, you can't go in a bush. And you've got, like, if you look at your actual character guy, he's, he's got so much, like, stuff on him 
that he would get caught up and tangled and there's there's no way well not even that there's no way that he'd be able to get in the bush with like all his combat armor and guns and stuff he can't get in the bush so I can get that would stick out anyway yeah exactly he would be able to be seen too easily um but yeah so graphics are amazing gameplay <laughs> mechanics amazing um the only one thing that I haven't liked so much about it is that there are the like fantasy element in there so like the zombie element and being in there is kind of jarring compared to like how realistic the rest of it is mm-hmm. because it's completely realistic apart from that which is what like PUBG does and, and apart from how many bullets you can take and the fact that just jabbing yourself or wrapping a bandage around your arm actually heals you and stops stops all bullet damage oh, yeah oh, yeah all of that but I mean you can you can kind of like run along with that but like the the zombie element for it like seems like a magical type side to it which it's optional think, though it is totally optional but i think it doesn't like f- really fit with that and i would really like and i think they will do this um if they had uh like a normal mode that you could play with it without the zombies um and See, I, I think they will it's they will part do that. of the not campaign story oh no i get that as well but like i would really like the option to have it or not have yeah. it so that if i wanted to jump into the map with the zombies in it then cool, I've got the option of that. Or if I wanted to jump in to like have a quote-unquote realistic experience, then I could do I, that as well. I, I do get that, but at the same time, you don't have some matches. I've not seen zombies at all. Like if you stay away from the white yeah. light, you you will not see zombies. Yeah, yeah. and obviously, like I can make that decision myself if I want. But I know it's I still know it's there. <laughs> um, and, and I don't know. They'll, they'll like say like we said earlier, they're going to tweak this mode. This is going to be like a mode they're going to support, and things will change. They'll probably add more maps and different stuff to it. So. Um, and they will obviously look at the feedback from all the all the people as to what they do with it. But yeah, I, like I've had a lot of fun playing. I think I've got like seven, eight hours into it already, which is a lot for me because I only got it on Saturday. So I would say that's a, a fair chunk of time into the game, and most of that has been spent in in Blackout because that's the mode that I've really enjoyed playing. Um, and it has definitely taken like what PUBG did and really refined it and. Uh, almost I would say almost perfected it like it's really really good so like with PUBG if I do go back and play it I will only play in third person now <laughs> um, and I think it's going to be a bit of a struggle to go back and play it um, the big difference like uh, I haven't played a good chunk of both now um, the big difference between this and PUBG this is faster paced definitely the circle closes in quicker and the uh, the sort of storm kills you quicker, hundred um, percent. And uh, as well as that, like the game tries to push you to do other stuff. So like because it's got these other little things in amongst the map. So like there's a couple of bits where you can go and you can like open up like a secret base, like by pulling a switch somewhere, and you can go down in underground to this place you can't you can't get to without doing that. Like PUBG doesn't have any of that. Like there's areas you can go to, but they're all like. They're all basically just open and they're there. You can go to them if you want. But like the fact that you have to do something extra, it's kind of creating very small choke points. I think, and mm-hmm. there's, there's obviously loads of them all over the all over the map, which isn't enormous. And to try and force the players to go and do different stuff. So like, oh, if you go unlock that thing, then down in that basement there might be like a rocket launcher. And um, and that's kind of and as more and more people start to find out about that, more and more people are going to plan to go to that place and go, oh. I'll try to go and go down and get that rocket launcher this time. And that brings the people together, which I think is really smart and it's really clever because, like, PUBG never does any of that. The only 
push in is the circle that's it um, but this one has obviously those type of things as well as like the zombies which are the zombies are interesting actually like and um, once you like like I, I did say that I didn't like them but I actually did enjoy playing as them but I would just like the option to do it or not um, but the uh, in, in terms of like them just not being in, in the mode or being in the mode like I'd like to have two different modes one with and without but anyway that's just me um but when we did go and try to do the to do the zombies um we actually like i had got a lot of fun just doing that because i mean they, they die easily but it is a risk reward type thing so you're making a lot of noise killing a bunch of zombies which obviously attracts other players to you because they can hear the gunfire and they go oh there's gunfire oh it's near the zombies maybe i'll just hang out and wait till these people take out the zombies and have done the hard work and got the good weapons and then try to secretly take them out and then steal their weapons. <laughs> didn't work out for the guy last night. Which it didn't work out for the guy last night because you do get good weapons so um, they are overpowered but somebody could in theory like manage to do that like sneak up on you and, uh, and take you out. But uh, the, the one that we did last night like the guy was trying to snipe us like while we were still trying to kill the, the last of the zombies. <laughs> And he's like, he's like outside the building, and I think I, I can't remember if we ended up killing him or if he just went away. But, uh, but yeah, it was it was definitely fun doing that. And um, apart from the zombie noises, are really weird. And yeah, and like, you, you get a creepy teddy bear that, that gives you the bonuses. Yeah, I didn't like the thing with the teddy bear. I don't know why it's a teddy bear. Like sitting on top of a crate, going, "Oh yeah, you won!" Like, okay, what? Um. But yeah, uh, so yeah, uh, the, like a couple of other things that happened was uh, we ended up in a toilet together. <laughs> <laughs> me, you, and me, Ali, and Fraser all in a toilet together. And ve- a very small toilet as well. And uh, Ali's trying to spray paint it on the wall and accidentally presses the wrong button and chucks a grenade and <laughs> killed me. And I think, yeah, I can't remember if you did Fraser as well. No, you killed yourself, yeah, and, and Fraser had to revive us both. Yeah. So <laughs> that, that was funny. Like the- Fraser was spray painting the wall when I was trying to show up the spray paint thing and I pushed mm. the wrong button and dropped the grenade and Andy went, oh, that's a grenade, boom. And Fraser, who was on top of the toilet, survived this grenade in a small mm. cubicle. We didn't even get heard at that point. Like, we were fine. Yep. Um, so, but you you also nearly get reported or threatened to get reported. You get a, 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 oh, you get a grief, was... griefing message. Not really a that, griefing message. <laughs> that was funny. Like, uh, so we were, we were playing... And this is before we decided that we would turn off the fourth player in the team. Yes. <laughs> so we we had it just to fill the squad. So we the three of us playing, and then we just fill the squad with a random. Um, and the 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 ones that we did play before this were of varying degrees of usefulness. Sometimes they would just die off, and sometimes they would like come along with us. Um, but we we're obviously not talking to them, so they were just kind of doing their own thing or following us. Um, Why the yeah, was one if about himself? Well, yeah, there is that, but uh, there was one guy, maybe, because that's the default option, maybe they just booted into it and yeah. it happened, but... Um, we were having they, a laugh pretending we had a house, me and you. Yeah, so, like, we were playing about in this uh, in this, in this this house, and we'd got, like, a bunch of weapons and stuff like that, and we were just kind of, we were in the circle, and we were just holing up, essentially, until such time as the circle moved, um, and the, the guy that was in our team, like, obviously, you can see each other on the map, so he came over and found us. And he was kind of... He wasn't actually saying anything through, he was like... He was doing So, he, so was he... And he was trying to tell us to, like, come with him, wasn't he? Yeah, he was saying, stop this. Enough of this. He kept saying, 
that's the end of this or something like you know because you can do an emote and he will speak and you kept pointing and saying that's enough of this that's enough of this yeah so like we were playing we, me and Ali were just playing about and like try to introduce him to our house and like pretending <laughs> that one I, I can't remember one of us was the wife and we did the cooking and stuff like that and we were just yeah. talking about having fun like whilst we were waiting for the circle to move and get smaller but like this guy wanted us to move really badly, and we weren't in any danger in the place that we no. were in at all. And all the doors were closed, and like the windows were fine and covered. And but they put a waypoint down. Yeah, so this guy put a waypoint down. He's like, "We want to go here," and we're like, "No, we'll just wait." Um, and this guy decided to try to make us move by going and smashing all the windows in the house to, to like, create and obviously, yeah, that creates noise which attracts attention, like for other players that might be around about who wouldn't necessarily come towards us they didn't hear noise so yeah like other people might hear this noise and come towards us and end up getting us killed so we decided that we would just take this guy out because he was fucking about he was going around literally in the house and smashing every single window in the house so like yeah. he's trying to draw attention to make for yeah, other people to leave us move so he he's griefing us at that point essentially <laughs> is what he's doing so like we we decided we would just kill him take him out and like and then it would no longer be an issue for us because he's made the noise anyway, like, and he's just going to do that again if we go to another house. And I think what happened was Fraser up. was upstairs, and I went, I'm going to shoot this guy, and Fraser, Fraser went, well, you can team kill, and I went, can you? Mm. <laughs> he didn't, Fraser didn't get involved in that. <laughs> <laughs> so you started shooting him, and then I ended up killing him, <laughs> and then yeah. a, a few minutes later, I got this angry <laughs> message from him saying, like, oh, I'm going to report you on Reddit. Like, I've posted a video on this on Reddit. I'm like, okay. Like, very good. And I just said to him, like, don't use Reddit. <laughs> he was like, Treyarch, do. <laughs> right, cool. So, like, yeah, it's not care. like we're, we're not like we're team killing. Well, we did team kill, but it's not like we set out to do that. But that guy kind of forced us to, because it's like, if he's going to do that and try and draw attention to us just to make us do what he wants, mm. then he's going to do it later on as well if we don't go to his waypoints. Like, smashing all the windows, like, at first, when I was getting the game, you probably—I don't know if you played me—when I was like jumping through windows and things like, "Stop doing that! Stop doing that!" And I forgot it shows you up in the map. He went and like actually smashed every window, and then Fraser went, "Yeah, just shoot him," because he was upstairs getting stuff. So I shot him, downed him, and he killed him, and he got this message. But apparently, Treyarch are banning team killers though. Like, they <laughs> don't make the game fun. But if they'd have viewed that whole video, they'd have seen why we shot him, because they could have seen us going about because Fraser came in and we're like welcome to the house this is our kitchen this is a lovely bathroom and then the other guy came in and we're trying the same with him but then he kept like going no this way this way and then smashed all the windows and then he ran away so I shot him and then like doing that so that yeah we've we've now done the full squad option off because I'm dealing with that again like that was annoying as hell yeah, that was just annoying. So, like, we didn't have, like, any issues with the fourth person at all before that because no. they just kept to themselves, essentially. But, yeah, if there's going to be people like that in the game, then, then fuck them, we'll just play as a three. Until we have a fourth person that gets the game that we actually play with. That's like, you know, or somebody like that. There, there was another night where Fraser died, really. And, like, me and Andy survived, and then he got downed on the other side. And, like, I found a hiding spot, like, in a disabled parking bay behind something in the factory. <laughs> And, like, it came... I think we ended up second, but I just stayed there. Like, so, like, <laughs> even though Call, Call of Duty kind of forces you to shoot, if you do find a good spot like that, you can stay there. And I'm yeah. quite sure that spot will get discovered. But you have to go to the entire basement of the factory to get to it. Mm. And yeah. normally you would run past it, but you can actually squeeze past, like, the pole and just hide there. 
Mm. Um, and the minute I ran out, I get shot because like it's a lot more open, obviously, than the normal like multiplayer. So like blackout mode isn't as enjoyable to me. The reason I enjoy it is playing with yourself and Fraser. I prefer just standard team deathmatch. Like okay. zombies, are, zombies I preferred though as well, and I hate yeah, zombies. I'm the total opposite. Like I loved the blackout mode. I thought it was yeah. fucking brilliant. Like so but, well done. And uh, for, for me, yeah, it's the more the pro- didn't like it. For me, it's more the progression thing. It's obviously I'm not as good at it, right? I'm not as good at deathmatch, but like I'm playing this, and it's like if you get one killer game, you accept it. It's good, but it's fine for that in Fortnite, and it's fine in PUBG to me. But seeing Call of Duty, you're so used to yeah, you've ranked up with that kill, general sergeant, general sergeant, whatever level. But in this, it's like you get one kill, you get ten points. You need like two hundred points top to get to the next level and you have to get to what was it level 40 or level 20 to get your first unlock mm, yep Ugh, but they've also added in and Fraser told me notes into the supply drops we're talking about Andy, mm. your specialist skins for the blackout mode so you have to do like tasks like uh, loot and find like three armour pieces and last to like the top 15 um, like different challenges, so they've added loads to it. That's that's on top of the in-game challenges. These are like specialist missions. Yeah, that so you have I, to go into. I, I actually think that is really smart as well because that's again like try to create more choke points, like for people to come together, um, which make again makes the game faster because they're trying to push people towards the supply drop. So if you see like the supply drop going over, you like in PUBG most of the time you just ignore it because you're like, oh well, I've already got like. Two machine guns, like a bunch of grenades, ammo, like, and uh, I, I would, I would need for end game, um, and and you can get good stuff in the uh, in the in the like those crates that drop. Fair enough, but uh, it's not. I'm like a lot of time, like you'll pick it up and then you'll go for another few minutes and then end up getting killed anyway. So it's not really pushing towards that. But like this one, because it's got that sort of stuff, yeah, that that is making people go, oh. Like supply drop might get me like leveled up faster. But I'm gonna go for that one that's like, nearby. Yeah. So I think that's really smart. Same way with the like the zombies and stuff like that. Like uh, I would like if they gave you a little bit of experience for killing the zombies though. I think that's a bit unfair that they don't give yeah. you anything like experience wise yeah. for taking out the zombies. Um, even yeah. if it was just like one XP for each zombie killed, that I think that yeah. would be fair. Yeah, but all in all, I'm having good fun. Weirdly, like the main mode. I don't enjoy it as much. I'm not saying I don't like it. It's just I prefer standard team deathmatch because, like you said, you can't beat the Call of Duty mechanics like the shooting spot on. So see team deathmatch and that drop in, drop out. Like, but it's fine because I like playing it when you guys aren't on. And we've played the odd game together, um, on the standard multiplayer. But it's weird for me that actually I prefer the zombies. I'm not saying it's better. It's just what I felt so far. Just playing with you and Fraser, like I enjoyed zombies more, even though we died more. Um, whereas in I feel it's slower, like it's slower place pace progression wise blackout, but it is faster paced gameplay. It is really enjoyable, and it's clever how they put the old, old maps and stuff like Nook Towns there and stuff like that. So if you know that map, it's the exact same. But then you've got the worry of it's a different feeling playing that. Like you don't worry about dying in Team Deathmatch because you've got more than one life. It's just like yeah, fuck it. I'll just shoot, 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 shoot. But in this, it's like pick your shots. You have to. Oh shit, there's a guy. Like, in Team Deathmatch, I'm not going to go, oh, shit, there's a guy. I'm going to run after him, kill him. But in this, it's like, mm. is he in a team? Is he by himself? What weapon does he have? Like, last night we were playing, and me and Andy were in a quad on the railway tracks. Mm. Two guys came towards us. We killed them. We were, like, celebrating, yay, about to loot the stuff. But two guys below us had obviously heard this and came up and killed me and Andy and got four bags of loot. 
you know. It was so funny, like watching the the kill cam of that. By the way, like I don't know if you watched it, but I, I didn't watch really, it because we obviously killed the guys and we're like, yes, brilliant. Like we just took those two guys out that were on a quad bike, and then yeah. there's another the like watching the kill cam of these two guys that were just below us. They had a quad bike as well, and they're just like sitting underneath the bridge, like just waiting, and uh, they they held they, they held the gun. They obviously had held the quad bike coming over, and then they held the gunfire. And then as soon as as soon as we'd killed them, they basically like ran up and killed both of us. And it was like it was a really smart move from them as like a team. And I was like, instead oh, of getting play. involved, like, yeah, I didn't I didn't get annoyed by the kill by being killed at all. I was like, oh, fair play to them. Like because if we yeah. had been in that position and done that, we'd, we'd have done the same. Yes, like yeah. So yeah, well well done to them. Like uh, and it was it was fun to see that like on the kill cam as well. Because I don't know if I, I didn't see an option to do it in PUBG like to see the kill cam. Of like yeah. the guy that killed you, which cool. I, th- I think is a really cool feature of like of Call of Duty because you can watch back like, oh, what did I do wrong? Like, what could I do differently next time to not be killed? You. The cool thing Call of Duty does is it automatically cloud backs up four of your last games. Like, mm. you can choose to bookmark your last game so that if you want to get clips of it for YouTube or a really cool mm. moment happens, you just want to save the video and put in your Xbox feed or whatever, or if you play on PlayStation, you it actually automatically does it. So if you go into th- your last few games will be there and you can click download and download the entire video and like pick out the best moments and highlights and stuff like that so I'm not big into that but it's nice that it's there because sometimes yeah, yeah. like obviously I don't have my connect for Xbox record that like yeah. any any moments that do end up really cool once I get better at the game they'll be there but we need to finish up this show um, yeah, so I've got I've got one one last thing to say about it to just to kind of wrap it up um, yeah. that is kind of like the best thing about about like the blackout mode specifically is like the random like shit that happens in the game um, and that creates like your own stories behind it so like we've told like three or four stories there there were just like fun things that happened to us while we were playing and I guarantee you that um, million, many millions of other people people that have played it have loads of and loads and loads of different stories already of stuff that's happened to them random things it's not glitches or anything like that it's just stuff that's happened in the game to them that's been fun or like uh or weird or uh random and whatnot so like mm. i love that that a game mode like this generates that type of like stuff it's not just like oh i scared about killed four players that's it cool good for you you're fast you're good at college you're well done but like in this type of game mode, like you don't have there's to a be story behind every game. kill. <laughs> yeah, there's a story behind every kill, and it might not be an interesting story, or but like a lot of time it'll be some random thing that you ran over somebody with a quad bike, or you fell into the sea and happened to just come up behind a guy and just killed him. Like, and there's always some random thing that happens, and that's where the fun of this game mode comes for me. And uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it so far. That's awesome. And who thought we'd be talking about Call of Duty at this? I know. Like last week, I wasn't even going to buy it, and I don't think you were either. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't. I think it's just because Tasha was wanting me to get her some. Like mm. she hadn't, because I'm hard to buy for, so she hadn't got me for that anniversary. She's like, get yourself the new game that's coming out. What's the next game? And I kept thinking it was Call of Duty, and I think Fraser had talked about it. And I'm like, mm. if Fraser gets it on Xbox, I'll buy it. And he's mm. like, no, my teen already bought me it for PlayStation. And I'm like, mm, what's my way around this? Mm. Uh, okay digital because me and Fraser game share and then obviously Andy got it because we've got it there and I think a friend Nelson's obviously going to get it at some point even though he's hard against it just now he 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 will buy it plus a lot of the guys Fraser play on PlayStation are refusing to buy it so yeah no yeah, I really so far, really like we'll the game we'll probably talk about it more next week as well I'd imagine oh definitely like on weekend 24 hours like that 
played in the last three years. <laughs> nice. Definitely. So, yeah, well, well maybe not, because I put a lot of Final Fantasy IV two years ago when I was playing with Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, five minutes from now, you've got the B-team with Chip Seller and the guys. Uh, on behalf of myself and Andy, I would like to thank everyone for listening. I'd like to thank uh, all the folks who took part in the poll and stay posted on Twitter for our next week's poll that we'll just discuss during poll position. Poll positions, you get it, Andy? It's kind of like the mm-hmm. game poll position yeah. because it's about games so yes there'll be a new poll up next week um, but yes yeah, stay tuned to allgames.com and uh, thanks for listening again bye <laughs>